a lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. On the campus of Cumberland County High School, it's Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats at 2-6 visit the 2-6 Cumberland County Jets. Good evening, I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And uh, David, these are two teams that are in very similar situations. 2-6 on the year, both still looking for their first win in region play, and both... Uh, just trying to build a program to the best of their ability. Yeah, we got, you know, it's basically a battle to stay out of last place here. Um, Livingston, we talked about it earlier. It feels like it's been a month since Livingston's played football at the Thursday night game, then off a week. But, you know, they talked to coaches and they, they seem focused, uh, ready to get back at it after a week off. And, you know, two programs that are, just trying to get back on the right path. So, This is a team, obviously, that got challenged this week as well by these coaches. Uh, not only did they obviously have a bye week, uh, did they have a bye week, obviously, last week, but they're also coming off of what was easily their worst performance, their worst game making county, uh, kind of just ran up and down the field on this Livingston team. You and me talked about, wasn't sure if it was because the bye week or fall break or what it was, but no matter what, you can't come out and put a performance like that out here again. They got challenged this week, uh, and I'm sure you've gotten a, a chance to speak with several of the coaches and a couple of the guys, of course, including your own son. Uh, they're focused up this week. What do they have to come out and, and do tonight to get on the right track early? Well, Coach Hauser said that the bye week come at a great time for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we did talk about how they kind of just laid an egg against Macon just, just flat, and we thought maybe it's, you know, we got all week off next week. But they refocus, got to come out tonight and, and be the more physical team. And that's going to be the that's going to be one of the keys to the game is who's the most physical team on the field tonight. Well, we'll, we'll definitely get to the rest of the keys later on in this po- uh, pregame show. But the one thing I want to hit before we get out of this segment is this. David Ledbetter, you talked about it right there, more physical team. And uh, Livingston Academy is going to get a little help with that tonight. Jackson Bowles back and available for this team. And as we've talked about every week that he's been on the field, downhill, north and south, physical runner. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson we missed Jackson against Macon County. And uh, Jackson's a physical runner. And, and we, have to, we have to establish line of scrimmage. And like I said, we just have to be more physical than they are. All right, it's Livingston Academy, the Jets and the Wildcats. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kick off. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. 
Cellular.com. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, norrissupercycle.net. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Sydney Moffitt, senior for Livingston Academy Volleyball. Sydney, what's your favorite memory from the last three years? Um, it's all the hotel rooms, like us hanging out in the hotel room. We would talk stepped later than we should have, but we would just talk, and it was so much fun. And the wilderness. One time we walked into a business meeting in our pajamas. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like an interesting time. Yeah. What were you doing down there in your PJs? Well, we thought it was, well, we saw tables and everybody eating, and so we thought, oh, that's breakfast over there. Was not. It was, it was everyone in suits, everyone in the nicest clothes you could think of, and we were in pajamas walking in there. Good job. Very good. What's it going to feel like this year for you being here, going to Livingston Academy, playing volleyball, and your brother not being here? Is that going to be weird for you? Actually, I don't think so. Because we didn't, we didn't really get to talk to each other a lot, like in school. Um, I don't, I mean, I'm going to miss watching him during baseball games for high school ball, but... But it won't feel as weird, do you think, because you never really got to interact? Yeah, we never really got to. We were always doing our own thing. Fair enough. What's next for Sydney Moffitt? I know you got a whole senior year in front of you, but just after after high school, what comes next? Um, probably play, probably going to Tech. I don't know. I don't really know what I want to do yet. I was looking into real estate, and I was also looking into just other jobs I don't really know hey if you, I don't know much. you don't have to know yet that's okay if you could accomplish one thing during your senior year what would it be and why 
Um, I want to win regions. I want to host the sub-state game. I want to be able to do that. Anything off the floor you'd love to accomplish this year? I want to keep having straight A's. I want to keep that up. And I want to get my GPA a little bit higher. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. Monterey goes on the road to Gainesboro needing a win tonight. Jackson County is looking for their first region win, and head coach Sean Loftus says his team better be ready. Their kids are going to be ready. They're going to be prepared. Um, and, you know, their biggest thing is, you know, they're, they're a run-first team, and, you know, we're going to have to be able to uh, – uh, you know, to, to stop them from uh, just running all over us for one. The Wildcats could go from around a 33% chance to make the playoffs to over 65% with a win tonight. Upperman is undefeated at 8-0. Head coach Adam Kane, however, makes no bones about this season coming down to these next two games, starting with hosting Stone Memorial. You know, we, we've kind of known for, for the last three months that this game as well as the next game are kind of hanging over our heads and, and really the whole season kind of comes down to these two. So, you know, as, as excited as we are to, you know, to have the early success, these, uh, I think the region will be kind of decided in the next two weeks. Stone Memorial is attempting to knock off an undefeated opponent for their second consecutive game after falling to York 14-7 to two weeks ago. York, meanwhile, also closes out their season with back-to-back region opponents and looks to stay undefeated. On the road tonight at Warkburg, Dragons head coach Derwin Wright says the offense has to get going again. We've just got to take care of the football better. Our friendship score was on a fumble. We fumbled on the six-yard line. and uh, Just got to back, get back in sync. We've got a lot. I mean, but yes, yet, you know, you say that, but now those, they, we play two really good defenses. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, there were opportunities there. We've got to work on our timing in the passing game. And, uh, you know, we were block away a couple times from, from really big play. Wartburg is 2-6, and six, but has scored 20-plus in four of their last five games. Cookville boasts a three-game winning streak and will need that confidence hosting Green Hill this week. For head coach Taylor Hennigan, it's all about the screen game. You know, screen game is something they probably do better than anybody that we've played, so both wide receivers and tailback screens. So, um, you know, we're going to have to try to limit some of those explosive plays off of that stuff. The Hawks are 6-2, and two, but have lost two of their last three. Clay County goes on the road this week, facing a very physical Trousdale County attack led by Cole Gregory. The plan for Bulldogs head coach Bruce Lamb to slow him down sounds simple enough. Well, you know, first thing you got to do is you got to uh, know where he's at, <laughs> where he's lined up at, and you know that's the biggest key that we have is find out where he's lined up at. Uh, you know, the thing we got to do is when we hit him, we got to wrap him up. And, you can't get any extra yardage no matter what he's doing. And, you know, we want to make them as a team huddle back up. We, you know, no big plays. and uh, that's, that's pretty tough against people like that. Gregory and the Yellow Jackets are 4-4 four and four overall, 2-2 two and two in their region. But inconsistency has played a part, scoring 48-plus twice and have been held scoreless three times. It's a playoff game for all intents and purposes tonight in Sparta as White County and DeKalb County will face off. The winner will all but be guaranteed the four seed. The loser is nearly mathematically eliminated. 
Tigers head coach Steve Trapp is aware of the environment they'll be walking into tonight. We've not hid the uh, you know the consequences of this game, both good and bad. These guys understand that. They know what's at stake. You know, you can't let the moment be bigger than what it actually is. And and the moment is really after the game. That's when it really will settle in. Either you, you get to go and continue your season for another uh, week or whatever, how long it'll last, or uh, or it don't. But while there's still time on that clock, it's still about focus on doing your job and uh, taking care of the football game. The Warriors' offense has put up 41 points in back-to-back games. Warren County has gone on a seven-game losing streak after winning in Week 1. The Pioneers will celebrate senior night tonight, and they get senior quarterback Alex Van Vuren back. Plus, head coach Matt Turner says it's good to be back at home. That's all I'm looking for is for them to be competitive and put ourselves in a position to win in the fourth quarter, and then we'll just see what happens, you know. So, but, yeah, it'd be huge uh, to come home uh, or to have that win, especially here at, at home. So, it'd be great. Wilson Central started 3-0 and but now sits at 3-5 and after a streak in which they failed to score 10 or more points in three of their last five games. After a week off, Pickett County gets back to action in just their third home game of the year and their last one welcoming Scott High School to town. The Bobcats have been held scoreless in all six losses this season, only scoring in their 28-6 win at home over Sunbright. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. More from the coaches, more from the players. As game time approaches, the countdown presented by Mountain Farm International. Hi, this is David Price, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. The speed of business is moving faster than ever, and for your business to thrive, you need internet that can keep up. At Twin Lakes, we deliver tailored business solutions like cutting-edge phone systems, enhanced voicemail, top-notch conferencing services. With these speeds, you can power through tasks and connect as many devices as your business requires, all without missing a beat. Ready to bring your business up? to speed contact us today at 476-2151 or visit us online at twinlakes.net putting the family and family physician livingston family health care a family of caring professionals caring for your family people who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family at livingston family health care they offer primary health care to people of all ages there really is a difference livingston family health care call today for an appointment putting the family in family physician livingston family health care When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Become part of the R&M family. R&M Family Pharmacy. You're part of the family at R&M. That's why it's time to get your flu shot. Just start in the store. Bradford Hicks Drive. Roll up your sleeve and protect yourself from the flu. You could reduce your chances of getting sick by up to 60%. And with most insurances, flu shots are free. So keep your family healthy. Get your flu shot today. Just another service you'll find at R&M Family Pharmacy. 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. R&M. Three 
pregame, getting ready for Cumberland County as Livingston Academy goes on the road again this season and catching up with what has probably become everybody's favorite pregame interview that we've done so far this season, so we thought we'd try it again. The man they call Port Shop with us. and The one bank, one to watch, one bank, helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One bank. Member FDIC. Uh, Poor Chop almost started off with this team over the last couple of weeks has really turned more into a, a running game, a, a heavier running game at that. How much pride do you take in that as an offensive lineman, kind of just getting out there and physically dominating people? You know, I take a lot of pride in that because it really relies on the offensive line to be able to push the ball forward, being able to get holes for the running back to get through and just be able to hold our blocks and get yards. Uh, on the other hand, you guys got challenged this week. Coming off that game against Macon County, going into the fall break, into the bye week, it was absolutely not the best performance this team has put on the field. What was that challenge like this week? And uh, obviously, as somebody who starts on this team and is looked to as a leader, how have you kind of answered the bell and, and helped some of the younger guys? Macon County, they're a really great team. They're always a great team throughout the years. But I've kind of tried to step up and teach the younger guys going into a game like that that you just got to give it your all you just got to pour your heart into the game you got to love it you got to breathe it and you just got to sleep playing it this week obviously you guys get back a guy in Jackson Bowles who's been quite a good running back for you guys this year Uh, we love Trey Coleman and obviously Mason Anderson stepped up in a big way over those last couple weeks but what is it like to get Jackson back out there and turn this back into a three-headed monster in the backfield you know it's a good feeling it's a lot of relief coming for me Personally, Jackson Bowles, he's a really good player. He's stepped up a lot this year, and he just – he's a good running back. He like, he slams it into the slams their heads in the ground when he's running the ball. He he takes hits. He gives them back. Absolutely does, man. They call Porkchop pregame as the Jets prepare to host the Wildcats on WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living legend is Grant Swallows. Swallows was a prolific player in the Wildcat offense during his time at L.A., setting season records for passing yards as a junior and winning a Mr. Football Award. We begin with what it was like growing up in this small Upper Cumberland town. As the son of two educators and former L.A. baseball coach Pat Swallows, a common denominator was always being at a sports field. Well, you know, Livingston's a great place to grow up. Um, a lot of family and, uh, you know, my mom and dad were both teachers and uh, my dad was a baseball coach at the school and so i grew up around livingston academy um, in the summers and over there working on the baseball field and had two older brothers that played sports there and so that was just a part of our lives and uh, it was it was great so livingston academy was just kind of uh, a part of who we were grant was a part of the very first overton county outlaws football team it of course came with bumps and bruises after sitting out a year he decided to give it another try and it lasted all the way through college that one year with the Outlaws led to a trickle-down effect in many parts of everyday life. Well, we started uh, the youth program there. Very first year of the Overton County Outlaws program was my last year of eligibility in that program, and we uh, played that year. And uh, as most of the time happens when you start a program, you are learning things, and we weren't very good, <laughs> even with the Overton County Outlaws program. You know, Coach Mark Hauser was our coach then, and he ended up being one of my coaches in high school. And then when I coached at Livingston, I ended up bringing him back as an assistant coach for me. And uh, so that's really what, you know, now that I'm older, you look back on the memories and the experiences you have in football, and it's it's really 
about creating those relationships. And Coach Hauser, Mark, was uh, one of those that I was able to create even in, from my first memory in, in football. Matt Swallows, a previous guest in this segment, preluded Grant as a Wildcat. A few years separate the two, so while they did not get to play together on the field, Grant did get to watch. Watching his cousin every Friday night was part of the motivation that led to Grant getting back to playing the game. Matt's class came in in the early 90s and were very successful. Uh, I remember vividly watching their highlight tape, you know, as motivation before games. And uh, Matt was just always really good athletically at what he did. And so uh, I learned from him just uh, try to be the guy that has the ball in his hands at uh, when into crucial time and really the motivation for me getting back into football was going on Friday nights and watching those guys play. I was like, man, I want to do that. Uh, and I'm, 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 I'm going to play next year. After two years under head coach Danny McCoy, a coaching change took place in 1996. Livingston would be led under another former Wildcat in Matt Eldridge. Grant talks about how important it was to have that consistency of having someone from Livingston lead the team coming off a successful year in 1996. I think that was vital. Coach McCoy was the one that you know kind of put me on the path of being a quarterback. And so when he resigned after my sophomore year, I was I was devastated. I mean, I vividly remember uh, the team meeting was right before we were going to a basketball scrimmage. Uh, in Salina, you know, at that time, I didn't know Coach Eldridge was coming to be the head coach. And uh, so, but then Coach Eldridge came in and, you know, won us over pretty quickly because of what you just mentioned. I mean, he was a Livingston Academy guy. He played there. Uh, he was very successful. He was he was uh, invested in the program, even though he hadn't been there. We had had a successful year my sophomore year, going to the second round of the playoffs, uh, won 10 games, and then you know, turn right around in Coach Eldridge's first year and win 10 games again and go to the third round of the playoffs. And so uh, it just shows that uh, the coach really coming in and keeping us together and keeping us on the same page was a very important thing. Today, Swallows works in education and has even spent a stint at L.A. on the football staff. In a product-oriented world, he can tell how much progress the football program has made in just this year alone and encourages this year's team to stay the course and trust the process. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school, where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Grant Swallows, a writer of records at L.A. and Tennessee Tech and a former Mr. Football winner. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. The band, the cheerleaders, wildcat excitement. The countdown continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family, people who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. (laughs) 
or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. Now at Mountain Farm International. For a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Counting down to Livingston, visiting Cumberland County at the top of the hour. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Tuesday night, the Lady Wildcat season on the soccer pitch unexpectedly came to an end. They hosted Tullahoma, and Coach Heather Marshall told us how the 2-0 loss came to be. Yeah, so I just think we created some nice opportunities for us that we just couldn't capitalize on. Um, both teams created chances, and unfortunately, Tullahoma finished theirs, and we didn't. And in a game where you're so evenly matched, it's going to come down to those one or two chances. And unfortunately, Tullahoma took advantage of theirs, and we didn't. Meanwhile, the rest of the fall sports have all but ended. We look forward now to winter, where basketball is around the corner, and wrestling will crank up here shortly. The band, though, will host a competition this weekend at L.A., the Northern Plateau Marching Band competition will take place on Saturday. It's all offensive line this week. Get the men in the trenches as we talk pregame with Jamie Mansell. Uh, Jamie, what kind of pride do you take in the running game that this team has kind of turned to over the last couple of weeks? It feels good being uh, what can move the ball, like not being able to – what is your favorite part? I mean, you move the ball. You are absolutely correct in that, right? You are the reason the ball moves in the running game. What do you love, though? Is it pancaking the guys? It's celebrating the run afterwards. What's your favorite part? Like After we score like a running touchdown, we'll always have a big celebration in the end zone. It's always fun. Having fun with the team. Always getting pancakes and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrating with your teammates is the way to go. I uh, We've also seen some offensive linemen get handed the ball a couple times this year. Have you campaigned for some time running the football? I tried to kick a PAT one time. They didn't let me. Uh, Coach Hauser said that maybe in a later date. I don't know. Still haven't got my opportunity. So can you kick? This is the question. Oh, yeah, I can kick. So you, you think if Dylan Watson goes down, you are the man we should turn to if we need to make a PAT? Probably not. We've got Sujul. Okay, okay, so maybe you're the third-string kicker. Oh, yeah. Third-string kicker, Jamie Mansell, with us pregame here on WLIV as the Jets prepare to host the Wildcats. L.A. football. Live. Kickoff's coming. And we're counting you down. Powered by Mountain Farm International.
Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. I am Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Kewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. game with uh, Coach Hauser, but maybe not the one everyone was expecting. We got the uh, the man who made the man. Head co- uh, I say head coach, but, you know, Coach Mark Hauser. I suppose, you know, it could be toe, head coach, help no. help wherever you can do, right? No, no, no. <laughs> I do the secondary and the special teams. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. He does secondary and special teams. Well, special teams has been uh, quite a, uh, a spot to look at this year. You've had some Real success at times. Some other times, I uh, just haven't been able to get what you want going. What gives you the confidence this week that the unit can can get back to the ways they were those first couple weeks? Well, we're very happy with Dylan Watson. When you got him, you're going to get a touchback about half the time, and the average starting positions inside the 25 for the opponents. So we're doing well at that. And then uh, um, he has not missed an extra point or a field goal. So all that's really positive stuff. Where we've struggled is in the return game. Uh, we have um, we've tried a lot of different returns. Daniel had some early success, and every time we get a penalty, and since then it seems like we're not having as much success in the return game. But uh, and last week, of course, the big play against Macon County was the block punt, and they overloaded one side, and we we didn't pick it up well, and and that's what happens sometimes when those things happen. So. In terms of the secondary, when you look at it, you're going up against a team this week that uh, can really can put you in some bad situations, can can spread you out. What do you have to do as a secondary to remain uh, kind of on your assignment, on your man, uh, not get out of position? What's really hard is that Cumberland County is pretty balanced. They run the, they run the ball well, so we're we're going to mix up some coverages on them. We're we know 
uh, kind of who they want to go to, but they they have some really talented receivers. I know people look at our record and their record, and they think, well, you know, maybe these teams aren't that good. But we're in a stacked region here, and we're both still pretty good football teams, and I think you see that when we go outside the region. You guys are obviously not just going outside the region, but you're getting away from home for one of the rare trips you've taken this year. Second time you've gone to Crossville this season. It's not necessarily a long trip, but it's not a fun trip. How do you guys uh, take care of business on the road? Well, that's a hard thing sometimes. I think we do play better at home. Uh, when we go, went to the cab, we went down there. We were pretty fired up, and we played a great first half, and then it got away from us. But And when we went to Stone, we played pretty well. So if you look, those are really the only two road games we've had other than going to Jenkins. And we've played pretty well on the road uh, up to now. But um, we'll just try to stay focused and be ready to go. Um, you know, the uh, Cumberland County is going to be ready. It's going to be their Super Bowl. We know that. I know the coaches up there do a great job. We've got to match that intensity. That's what's going to be the difference. Final question here, Coach Hauser. I- Obviously, you look at that making game and you go, that doesn't seem very indicative of how this team has played all season. How do you put that behind you? How do you chalk that up to one bad night and get back to the kind of football that you guys were playing up and until that point? Well, we challenged our guys because we had not played a game like that until Macon County. And we did not play well. Making, you know, my hat's off to them. They played very well that night. Got some kids that are outstanding and a well-coached team and, Coach Shoulders does a great job with them, but no, we're, we weren't satisfied getting beat 35 nothing. And with the other games that came before that, it seemed like we would battle into the fourth quarter. So we've challenged them this week. Come out and play our brand of football. Let, just let it fall where it may. Have fun. Relax a little bit because we've been too tense in a lot of games this year. We're going to try to relax, just have a good time, and get a win. Secondary and special teams coach and father to head coach Matthew Hauser. That was Mark Hauser getting ready for kickoff here at Cumberland County between the Wildcats and the Jets. The players are warming up, and so are you. The countdown to tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Now at Mountain Farm International. For a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. I was just backing out of a parking spot. 
And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Sports Nation, everyone has had their bye, and we're down to the final few weeks, and the playoffs are taking shape. DeKalb and White County will play in a game to determine the four seed in their region, while Upperman will try to stay undefeated and not give up the one seed hosting Stone Memorial. Livingston takes their second trip this year to Crossville, this time to face the Jets, both still looking for their first region win, and York, also trying to stay unbeaten, will go on the road to Wartburg. As we continue, it's time for David Ledbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, it starts tonight with what? Well, we talked about being the more physical team. I think Brody Coffey's going to have to have a really good game. He's struggled the last few games we played, but to his defense, he's not had a lot of help. We've had a lot of drop passes the last few games. So, Brody needs to have a good game. Receivers need to have a good game. We can do that by – we can still be the most physical team, but I think if Brody Coffey has a good game, his receivers help him out, uh, no drop passes tonight, I think Levison comes out with a win. It's the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for a 0% chance of rain and winds 10 to 15 miles an hour just before kickoff. The temperature stands at 55 degrees as we get set for the Jets and the Wildcats at Cumberland County High School. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Fall is here, and while football is on everyone's mind, it's also the perfect time to discuss how Twin Lakes Fiber Internet can make a touchdown for your business. With broadband speeds up to 10 gig, you'll receive priority service, local tech support, and performance quality that can't be beat. It's a game changer that'll boost your team's efficiency and guarantee your customers an unbeatable experience. Call us today at 476-2151 or visit TwinLakes.net to explore the winning plays we've got in store for you. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. here. 
as the national anthem plays here at Cumberland County High School, we join the Cumberland County High School Band. National Anthem played by the Cumberland County High School Band, and we are just about set for kickoff between the Jets and the Wildcats. Your captains tonight for the visiting Wildcats of Livingston Academy. It's Brody Coffey, Jordan Ficklin, Nathan Hargis, and John Hill, who will walk down the 50-yard line to have the conversation with the referees, including the White Hat. And on the home side, it's Wyatt Sharp, alongside Jacob Nealon and Dante Parsons, the three captains for the Cumberland County Jets here tonight. Want to remind everyone, both of these teams are 2-6, and six, and both still looking for their first region win. Now, for those who may be listening and going, okay, but what's the point? I mean, obviously, you want to get a win, David Ledbetter. A region win would mean so much to this program, just in terms of getting back uh, to where Livingston Academy feels like they should be on the gridiron. But you were also pointing out to me that technically, mathematically, there is still a slight chance that we could see the Wildcats in the playoffs. How does that happen? Well, you got to win tonight. you got to beat White County next week and then just hope the Cab loses twice. Then you've got a three-way tie for that fourth spot. Um, Livingston just needs to worry about tonight <laughs> and finishing the season strong, you know, it's it's not a big secret. We're we're if you get to the playoffs, that's awesome. You know, it's year one under Coach Hauser. But let's just focus on finishing the year on a, on a positive note and strong. And if if the playoffs happen, it happens. But let's just finish the year on a positive note. Let's get a region win tonight, exactly. and then worry about next week because, of course, next week. Uh, as good as Cumberland County as the Jets are, and certainly Coach Matten Hauser, among others this year, who have taken on the Jets, have told me they're better than their record uh, would dictate that they are, but they don't have Trip Pinion. And so you know next week you're going up against a, really a one-man wrecking crew, a guy who can beat you all on his own. you got to worry about this week first and foremost, though, as the players will shake hands right at the 50. And we will get set for this one. The band's still on the field as they're getting ready to welcome the home team out onto their sideline. Also, the Wildcats getting set to run out onto the field. So uh, we may get this one started right at 7 o'clock here, David Ledbetter, and you'll love to see it. It is, like I said, 55 degrees, a beautiful night. No rain, limited about 10 or less miles per hour in the wind. A great night for High school football in the Upper Cumberland. This is football weather right here. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're in a booth, so we don't. There's a little bit of a breeze blowing, a little cool breeze out there. But it's it's football weather. You got you know, just watching the Livingston Academy warm up. They're linemen wearing no sleeves. You know, you got your skills, got their sleeves on. But I love to see the linemen with no sleeves on. It's it's perfect night for football. 
you look out across the crowd and you see the many jackets, toboggans, hoodies, uh, little beanies, all kinds of gloves out there as well, blankets, as we'll shout out your wonderful wife uh, sitting just next to us. She's got a couple blankets with her as well, and so it is a fall night up on the upper cum- in the upper Cumberlands, up on the Cumberland Plateau, and we are excited for this one. Also, I do want to give a quick shout out. It is Pink Out Night here at Cumberland County, and uh, certainly we saw Livingston Academy do that. I believe was it the Macon right County game? That's yep. what I thought. They did their own version of that. Pink socks on some of the guys. A lot of people wearing pink. The cheerleaders had on uh, pink T-shirts, pink uniforms. So just love the cause. Love to see that uh, breast cancer awareness for that. All right. In the light blue tops, white pants, and the light blue helmets, it is the Cumberland County Jets in the all-whites tonight. On the road are the Livingston Academy Wildcats. And looks as if Cumberland County will be the ones to receive the opening kick. I think Cumberland County won the they're, call. Sam they're a little confused. Like they're a little confused as to which side it's going to. It seems though. And Cumberland County did in fact win the toss, so they will receive. Meaning, uh, good situation possibly here for Livingston. The defense has actually been the storyline so far this season, and gives you a chance to receive the second half kick and give yourself a possible two for one situation. The defense has played pretty well all year. Uh, it's a good chance for them to set the tone early, first first series of the game. Something they were able to do several times this year already. Uh, outside of that Macon County game, really defense has been the story against Stone Memorial on the road. That was the storyline. Upperman. Uh, Upperman. Upperman. Yeah, the Upperman game well into the fourth quarter. That was the story for this team was the ability uh, certainly to say, hey, uh, you know, we have a great defense and we can stay in ball games." You hope the defense can help set the tone here tonight. Dylan Watson set to kick off, and we'll finally get this one underway. Kick is up. It's deep, and it is going to come down fieldable at around the five. One of Cumberland County's own guys stole it from his own guy. Won't find contact until the 25, nearly the 30, and then he's wrestled out of bounds by a couple Wildcats. A nice return, though, by Nolan Carter, the senior wide receiver and defensive back. And the Cumberland County Jets will take over. A storyline here for them this year uh, had a guy at, at the quarterback position who started all of last year as a freshman, came into this year, was set to be the starter again as a sophomore, uh, and unfortunately transferred just two weeks before the season started. And so now starting quarterback for them is looks as if it is Bryson Wilson who will take it on a direct snap sprints out to his right now or to his left now he goes back to his right finds some green grass at the 35 and then gets all the way to about the 39 David Ledbetter you can't let a guy cut back to that much open green grass we had had him strung out to the side he just turned went back across the field nobody on the back side of the team picked up eight yards got to have somebody on the back side to contain that cutback. So Bryson Wilson, the junior, listed as a running back, a wide receiver, and a defensive back. So we'll just say ATH, athlete, is Bryson we've Wilson. A, we've seen a few of those this year also. <laughs> Have seen a few of those. Gabe Borders, the one that stands out most recently, of course, in my mind, for Macon County. So here is Wilson in the shotgun snap. He'll have an offset running back who he fakes it to, now throws into the flat. Catch made, blocked. 45-50, 45-40, breaks a couple more tackles, 35-30, 
finally wrestled down at the LA 27 yard line by Seth Smith. But what a job there. Picked up a great, uh, I, I don't know if I can call it a block, felt more like a pick, if I'm like honest a block with you. In the back, what it looked like. <laughs> but either way, he picks up chunk yardage, does the Cumberland County Jet wide receiver on the throw from Bryson Wilson. Believe the catch made there by Jeffrey. No, excuse me. We're going to give that Caden Matthews. I believe that's 18 who made that catch. It was certainly a double-digit number. Meanwhile, the catch made, the rollout to his right, and open green grass again, breaking a couple tackles inside the 20, down to the 15. Is the quarterback keeper by Bryson Wilson in Cumberland County coming out strong offensively? Yeah, that's a huge hole on the right side of the line for Cumberland County. Linebackers got scraped out of the play. This academy is going to, have to start filling some gaps. Cumberland County will break the huddle. It's Wilson again in the gun. The offset running back in the backfield with him and two wide receivers out to his right. Looks to take the snap, does. Hands off to the running back. Ball's on the ground. Ball is on the ground. Did Livingston Academy come up with it? It certainly looked like it was a white jersey. No. No. It will go back to Cumberland County. The fumble, though, by Jordan Prost. Jordan Prost, the man in the backfield, and you saw that ball pop out and went up in the air, in fact, so a nice clean lick there laid by a Wildcat. Like, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Maybe Drew Goolsby put the put the helmet on the football there and went straight up there. Unfortunately, yep. Cumberland County will recover, so ball goes back to Wilson in the gun. Looks to roll out. It's going to be a reverse. Ball's on the ground again. Oh. And again, Cumberland County finds a win. No, did he lose it? I think he did. And Livingston Academy comes up with it. That's a good job. Uh, I believe that was Drew Goolsby again that come up to make the to make the tackle. And Braden Story comes Braden in Story. late there to help force it because it certainly looked like uh, the Cumberland County player was going to come up with that football, uh, and Story kind of came in a little late there, got it poked back out, and recovered it. So good job by the defense, kind of a bend but don't break. Uh, fortunate there to get the turnover. Turnovers can save any drive. Trey Coleman will be the starting running back behind Brody Coffey in the backfield. He'll motion to his right hip. Now they'll bring Jake Hughes in motion, and Hughes is going to, oh, no, it's a fake. Coffey kept it. Breaks the first tackle, 25 at the 30, goes down. And a nice five-yard gain there for Brody Coffey. Yeah, we've seen Brody. We talked about it at Stone Memorial, how Brody can make plays with his legs, fake the jet sweep to Jake Hughes. And faked us out also, but Brody kept it, made a guy miss. It should have been tackled for a loss, but Brody makes a guy miss and picks yeah. up five. He faked me out because I'm going to be honest, I think it was the wrong read. <laughs> I think he was supposed to give it or should have given it to Jake. I but if Jake had the ball. He had an athlete makes plays. <laughs> athlete makes plays. Here goes Hughes again. This time Hughes will keep it, trying to find the edge and can't do so. He will fall forward for about two yards. That will make it third and four. The Livingston Academy offense. It's a good third and four. That's what you want to see. You want to be in a manageable third down. You don't want to be in third and long all night long. And that's what we've been the last few weeks is third and long. Seemed like every, every third down was third and 10, 12, 15. Third and four is manageable. You can call anything right here. You can call it run or a pass. So Brody Coffey will set up in the gun yet again. Two wide receivers to either side. And he'll bring Coleman from behind him in the gun. 
to his left hip. Here's Coffey. Brings Hughes in motion again. Fakes the handoff. It's a play action. Looking. Got a man across the middle wide open. open. Pilbury catches it at the 40. 35, 30, 25, 20. Nobody's going to catch him. 10, 5. Daniel Bilbury touchdown. And that is what we've been looking for all season. Yeah. Great, great throw by Brody Coffey. Daniel got separation. Brody hit him right in stride. Brody didn't have, or Daniel did not have to slow down, just right in stride and takes it to the house. We've talked about Daniel Bilbury's speed all season, his ability to separate when he can do it. Very few people that can stay with him, and he does it right there on a, was that 50? I was going to say 50, 60, nearly 70 yard touchdown toss from Brody Coffey to Daniel Bilbury. Oh, no. Oh, a bad snap. Now Brody Coffey's got to try to make something happen. Throws, has a man, tipped up in the air. No good. So the PAT fails. I don't know that it was meant to be a fake, but it kind of turned into a scramble drill. So Brody dropped the snap on the, on the, from the center. Brody nearly came up with an athletic play yet again. So after the failed PAT attempt with 7.41 to go in the first quarter, it'll be 6-0. The Wildcats leading the Jets here at Cumberland County High School. Now at Mountain Farm International, for a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. The ever-legendary Dale up here with us as well. So everybody getting in on the action this evening here at Cumberland County High School. Remember, you can get in on the action, a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A. It's the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. Got to watch the return here. Watson was unable to put it into the end zone, and so a good return last time the kickoff occurred by the Cumberland County return team. And this time it'll come down in the end zone. Dylan Watson with a touchback. That's what you want to see. Your opening drive, defense gets a stop. They give up a few yards, but they got to stop when it mattered. Then you deep pass to, to Daniel Bilbury for the touchdown. And that's what you want to do. You, we talked about Cumberland County's down to like a, they've got a wide receiver playing quarterback now. So you want to get them to where they have to throw the ball just about every down to, to play catch up. So defense gets another stop. We put a score on the board. You know, it's what can make them try to throw the ball to beat us. Put pressure on the Jets, uh, the Jet offense. Here's Bryson Wilson, who has yet to attempt to pass and won't on this one. Hands off to Probst, and Probst is immediately brought down. Good job there by Jordan Geist, I believe, the first man to make contact. A gain of one and a half yards. That'll make it second and eight for the Cumberland County offense. Uh, looking at Cumberland County's offensive line, that might be the biggest offensive line we've. They're they're two seventy plus all the way across the board, and and their running back probes. It reminds me a lot of the tailbacks we've seen against Travis County. Just a big physical back. Yeah, not necessarily as tall, but certainly very thick. He's a. We say bowling ball maybe a little too much. Uh, nice throw out there by Wilson. Finds his wide receiver, uh, Devin Gilstrap, 
And you got to give the tight end is what Gilstrap is officially listed as. Uh, give him credit. That's a big target, and he went up to get that one. Yeah, it's a big third down here for Levison Academy defense. See if they can get a stop and get off the field. They kind of gained a few yards on these little short hitch passes. We're going to have to get a safety to maybe a linebacker to step out to, to take away that short hitch. Third and two from their own 28-yard line with under six and a half to go. Wilson in the gun, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, keeping it, keeping it himself, and he'll dive forward past the 30 to the 31, and that is a first down for the Jets. Pretty good job there by the Levy Scabby defense. Maybe had a shot to get him right there at the, the first down marker. He just fell forward for the first down. So needless to say, another first down. For the Cumberland County offense, clock will continue to tick. Now under six minutes to go in the first quarter. It's first and ten from their own 31. Two wide receivers out to the right, a tight end as well offset on the line. Wilson will take the shotgun snap. He's going to roll out that way, throws, overthrows his target, nearly picked off. Not quite able to get there is uh, Caden Weitzel. Overthrew his receiver. Caden, Caden made a... Almost just right off his fingertips. He made a diving attempt at it, but that's what we got to try to do is get them in throwing situations. Well, and to be to be fair, Bryson Wilson has not necessarily been accurate tonight. But it's what we talked about with Livingston. His receivers, his tight end, his full, his running back have made plays tonight for him. We need that on the other side as well. Case in point, Daniel Bilberry making a great play on a great pass by Brody Coffey on their first drive. High snap, somehow able to corral it and find tons of open space at the 40, the 45, the 50. Flag back at the 45-yard line. And if it stands, Bryson Wilson is at the L.A. 35-yard line. They're going to call holding on the receiver. They they had Brody Coffey in a bear hug. Brody could have made that tackle, but Brody's adjusting his jersey now. He about ripped his jersey off of him. So holding it is against the Jets. So Wilson very unhappy with that one. It'll back it all the way up. Now it is a spot foul, if I'm not mistaken. So should be interesting because they will technically gain yards, I believe, on the play. Yes, so the ball will go uh, from the 31 to about the 35. So it'll end up amounting to about a four-yard gain, David Ledbetter, but a whole lot better than the near 40-yard gain that it was. So here's Wilson, comes over to the sideline to get the play. Clock stopped and now rolls again. 5.35 to go. Ball at the Cumberland County, 35. It's second and six. A 6 nothing Wildcats lead here early in the first quarter. Wilson in the gun. Pink socks on pink out night. Takes it. Hands off to his running back. Not pros this time. Able to break a couple tackles and gets to the 45 is Daryl Davis, the sophomore running back and linebacker. Davis will help the Jets pick up a first down. That's a good run by by Davis. He tripped up for a game of about two and kept his balance, put his hand on the ground, kept his balance, picked up the first down. So another first down for the Jets. And we'll find out here if the Wildcats can play another bend-don't-break sort of defensive drive. Under five minutes to go now. Here's Wilson in the gun again. Two wide receivers and a tight end on over to the right. Hands off again to Davis, and Davis this time finds contact a whole lot quicker. 
does use that big body to fall forward for two or three, but he was nearly immediately contacted by Trey Coleman. Yeah, good job by Trey stepping in, fought off a block, stepped in the hole and made the tackle. Second and about six for the Jets' offense. Under four and a half to go now as the clock is just rolling due to this Jets' running game. Six-nothing, the Wildcats leading here on the road at Cumberland County. But in the gun again, this time flipping the set. Wide receivers out to the left. Hand off again, Davis. Davis somehow keeps his feet moving past the 50 to around the 47. And you got to give Davis credit. Keeps those legs churning. Strong runner. And that'll take it from second and seven to about third and four. So down now at the L.A. 48. The Jets have found their way to the other side of the 50. Clock continues. 3.45 to go first quarter. It's third and three officially for the Jet offense. Tight formation. Do have a wide receiver to either side, but everybody else within about a yard, yard and a half of the football. Fakes the handoff. Keeps it. Diving forward. We've got a flag. If it stands, I'm not sure Wilson got it anyway, but the penalty will seemingly be coming from the backside judge. It's holding again on the Jets. Yeah, I think you take this penalty. Uh, they're just across the 50. It'd make it fourth and about two. I think you take this penalty and put them in a passing situation. We'll see what head coach Mattenhauser decides to do. Does, in fact, accept the penalty. So they will walk this back to the Cumberland County 42. We'll call it the 42, just between the 41 and 42. And you are correct. Takes third and about three and turns it into third and 13. Under three and a half to go. The ball now at their own 42 for the Jets. And a clear passing situation here for Bryson Wilson. So if Levy's Academy gets some pressure on the quarterback. Wilson looking clean, pocket, throws, well overthrowing his intended target. And now Wilson slow to get up back there. He took a lick right as he let that ball go. Looked like John Hill hit him right as he was letting the ball go. Good, job, good pressure by Hill. Puts him in a fourth and long. Going to have to punt it. And good job by Hill to, to find contact but not get the flag, right? That's a really kind of a touchy situation where you got to be just right or it's roughing the passer. Yeah, the quarterbacks have an advantage in every level of football. <laughs> Precisely. High school included. Clock now at 3.13. It stops after the incomplete pass. The punter is back, puts it in the air. It is a good punt. Good punt. My gosh. Comes down at the 15, rolls to the 10, the 5, and will get into the end zone. So it is a touchback. But credit the punter, Jamie Perez. What a punt. 56 yeah. yards. Yeah, 50, 56 yards. And it's it was, I mean, very close. A dive there by the coverage team. Uh, came awfully close to being down inside the 5. So Livingston Academy will take over on offense, and once again, the defense does what it needs to do. Ben, don't break. Get the ball back to your offense. Give up a few yards, but make them make the mistakes with the penalties. They had two holding calls on that drive. Make them make the mistakes, put them in third and long, and then get the ball back and see if you can put one in the end zone. Three minutes to go, first and ten from their own 20. Bringing a man in motion, it's Bilberry. They're going to fake the handoff to the running back. Coffee keeps it himself. Breaks the first tackle at the 20. Avoids the next couple, but it's too mu- too little too late as a gang of Jets come and take him down at the 22. 
Number 60. Oh, Brody was slow getting up there for a second, but he just got wrapped around his jersey, having to fix his jersey again. So second and eight now for the Wildcats offense. 2.35 to go, first quarter. Ball at their own 23. In the gun is Brody Coffee. He's got a running back in the backfield with him. Believe that is Coleman. As he puts him on his left hip, brings Jake Hughes in motion. It was Mason Anderson, in fact, but it won't matter. Coffee's going to keep it again and again, fighting through some physical contact down near the 30. They're going to field their, or excuse me, spotted it around the 28. And give Brody Coffee credit. This might be maybe not in terms of yardage, but this is certainly the most physical we've seen him run this season. Yeah, he had a really good game running the football against Stone Memorial, and so far tonight he's he's run the ball well tonight. Give credit to our offensive line, Jordan Ficklin, Jamie Mansell, Dawson Lebert, Nathan Hargis, and Matthew Slayton opening up some good holes for, for Brody and our running backs. That's Mason Anderson at tailback now. Anderson in the game on the right hip of Coffee. Shotgun snap. Anderson will take it. He looked like he might have hurdled one of his own guys to get past the 30 and get a first down for the Wildcats. Yeah, he's a he's one of those runners where we talk about where he falls forward every time. That time he just jumped over everyone to pick up the first down. Good job there by Mason. And again, folks, I do want to say Jackson Bowles is available tonight. Haven't seen him yet, but that doesn't mean we won't. Uh, but either way, whether he plays tonight or not, Mason Anderson and Jackson Bowles, very much a beautiful, wonderful future in the backfield for this Wildcat football team. Yeah, and Livingston Academy doing a good job running the football, which will bring these safeties up, linebackers up, and Brody can hit them over the top again with another pass. Hughes in motion. He will get the handoff from Coffee. Finds it, puts a foot in the ground, and cuts up field and gets about four. Nice job there by Hughes. Instead of trying to continue to the edge, saw a hole, planted that foot, and got upfield. Yeah, Cumberland County's running a 3-4 defense. they got four linebackers in there. They're just stringing it out, and good job there. But Jake, seeing the hole, just putting his foot in the ground, cutting upfield to pick up positive yards. One more play probably here in the first quarter as the clock sits at about 30 seconds. It is second and seven from their own 36. I believe that's Jackson Bowles in the game now. Okay, so good to see Bowles out there. Here's Coffee. Takes the snap, throws, got a man, oh, just tipped by the defensive back there for Cumberland County, or that would have been a big gainer again for Bilbury. Our credit to Caden Matthews, I believe, the man who broke that up. Yeah, it's, it's one of those in-between passes. Brody threw that on a line. Linebacker was able to jump up and get a, get a hand on it and knock it out. But if Brody puts air on that, safety's right there to make that interception. So it's one of those in-between where you got to just throw a dart in there. He had Daniel open. But uh, good, good play there by the corner for, for Cumberland County. Now what it does allow is one more play in the first quarter for the Wildcats. 18 and a half seconds to go in the first quarter. Clock is stopped after the incompletion, third and seven. They'll gesture three wide receivers to the right side of Coffee. He takes the shotgun snap, looking left, and he hits a man right at the first down. Marker and Carson Parrott breaks a tackle at the 45, the 50, the opposing 47. What a job there by Carson Parrott. A great throw again by Brody Coffee and Parrott a great job to spin out of the tackle on the catch. Yeah, that was a good timing throw. It's just a, 
about a 10-yard curl by Carson, and, and Brody threw it as Carson was coming out of his break. All, Brody, uh, all Carson had to do was just turn around and catch it, made, it, made one man miss to pick up some extra yards. And, folks, I should stop saying last play of a quarter because <laughs> they keep doing things. He goes out of bounds, another play for the Wildcats in the first quarter. Shotgun snap to Coffee. He's going to keep it run behind his man out to the left. And won't really break any tackles. A good job there by the Jet defense to string it all the way to the sideline. Yeah, almost, I can see us doing that same play with a reverse to a receiver because whichever way Brody's going, their defense is just flying to that side. Clock will expire in the first quarter, and so at the end of the first, it's 6-0 Wildcats as they are driving here at Cumberland County High School. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. A family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square, sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Your Wildcats on WLIV. Presented by Livingston Regional. Wildcats look to drive to make it a two-score game. Second quarter begins. The Wildcats lead six to nothing over the Cumberland County Jets. It's second and nine for the Wildcat offense from the Cumberland County 46. Coffee will bring Bilbrey in motion. Low snap. He corrals it. Looking. Has a man. Hughes overthrown. Oh, he had. He brought Daniel in motion. Daniel's wide open over there on the side. Just just, just flip it out there and let Daniel make a move and, and go go score. Because if, if Daniel catches that ball, he's got at least 20 yards. So, uh, not necessarily a mistake, but certainly had a couple options there. And. I want that one back. Hey, Jake. Jake had a step on the oh, yeah. on the safety, oh, so yeah. I don't. I don't blame the read at all. No, good decisions so far. Just better ones available. Either way, coffee in the gun. Third and nine. Now he looks into the flat and finds Jake Hughes. Hughes, that is a horse collar tackle. And they didn't call it. They're not going to throw the flag, but that is in every way, by definition, a horse collar tackle. Hughes did pick up about. Uh, looks like five there on the on the third down. Uh, well, the referee was standing right there too. When you grab a guy by the back of the shoulder pads up top, that is a that is, you don't get any more of a horse collar than that right there. Let me put it this way, folks: uh, we we're what we're we're a center field center field pole to home plate away from that play, and I can tell it's a horse collar. So if I can see it from here. 11.15 to go first half. It's fourth and five, and the Wildcats look to go for it. Three men, wide receivers out to the left. He brings the running back Bowles over there, and a beautiful timing throw again. This time it's to Will Brown. 
another 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 10 12 yard curl defense is playing soft he just turns around balls right there as he turns around great throw by brody coffee and this is what we haven't seen from brody in the last several games right those timing throws have just been off a little bit they've been late they've been early high low Tonight, he is hitting them with accuracy and precision. We talked about that in the pregame. Brody Coffee has a good game tonight. Levy's Academy has a really good chance to win. And so far, the first quarter and and two minute and a half, he has had a good good game. Ten and a half to go. First and ten again. Coffee in the gun. Steps back, looking. Eyeballs one guy. Now decides to take off and has green grass. 30. Slides down at the 25. And able to protect himself and pick up about eight. Yeah, good job by Brody. He's seen he's seen his receivers recovered. He was run four streaks, uh, four receivers running straight down the field. All of them were covered. Had safeties over the top. He just good job with the offensive line making a hole for him to run, pick up eight positive yards. Well, it took everybody out of the play yeah. too. Those four streaks pulled linebackers, all the defensive backs. So he certainly had the room to go. Under ten minutes to go now. It's second and two. Four wide receivers on the field, three of them out to the left. Coffee takes the snap. Hands off running back Coleman. Coleman breaks through the line in a couple tackles. 15-10 inside the 10 to the 8. Trey Coleman showing a little bit of burst there. Nice job by him. Good job by Trey. Just right up the gut. That's what we want to do. That's what we talked about being physical. Offensive line's physical. Opened up a huge hole for Trey to run. Good job by, by, by Trey, just running right up the middle, north and south, pick up as many yards as you can. Wildcats once again looking to make it a two-score game. Nine and a half minutes to go in the first half. First and goal from the seven. Coffee in the gun. Holds off, takes the snap now, fakes the handoff, and he bursts over untouched into the end zone on the right side. Beautiful great, read by Brody Coffee. Great fake by Brody. Fantastic job there to make the read. Everybody right after Trey Coleman bursts through the hole for about 15. Bites on that one. Coleman, the fake, the pull. Brody rolls out to his right and untouched to the pylon. Makes it a two-score game. Yeah, just set that up perfectly. Run with by Trey right up the middle, and they fake it to Trey right up the middle, and, and the, the end crashes down. Linebacker crashes down. Brody Nobody out there for him to get to the end zone. Looks like it'll be a PAT attempt again for the Wildcats, deciding not to try for the two-point conversion and get the missed PAT back from the previous drive with 9.16 to go in the first half. The Wildcats make it 13-0 over the Jets of Cumberland County here up on the mountain. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Back at Cumberland County High School, where the Wildcats have just taken a 13-0 lead with 9.16 to go in the first half. Kickoff. Just about set to begin, but David Ledbetter, before Dylan Watson kicks us off, we've talked a whole lot about the skill players tonight, but once again, just want to shout out that offensive line. They have been road graders so far. Yeah, we I don't have the stats, but it looks like we've got 
I don't know, 60, 60, 50, 60 yards rushing so far in a quarter and less than yeah, maybe <laughs> less what, than a quarter and a half. 15 minutes. Yeah. Watson with the strong leg boots it again. It's going to come down right before the end zone, and it's muffed. Luckily, enough time to pick it up for the Jets, and now picks it up and gets out past the 15, nearly to the 20. Does uh, Caden Matthews, but almost a disaster there for the Jets. Yeah, we took the ball there about the 15-yard line on offense again, the way our offensive line, the way our offense is moving. But good job by him concentrating. Hit him right off, hit him in the worst place. He could hit him right in the shoulder pads, right in the hands, and he just, I believe he took his eyes off of it right as he was about to catch it. 62 rushing yards now officially. Thank you. Uh, shout out to our impromptu statistician here tonight. Appreciate you, uh, Ms. Ledbetter. You're officially my favorite person this evening. Shotgun snap to Wilson. He's going to hand it off. And a good burst again here by Daryl Davis. Davis. We started off handing the ball to Probst who certainly uh, not a bad back, but uh, clearly the Jets have found something here with Daryl Davis. The defense struggling, not unlike Trousdale County, like you mentioned, bigger body, strong runner, uh, and he's finding some holes and, and taking advantage. Yeah, he's a tall, tall, lanky back, but he's got really good balance. So, again, he's in the backfield here with – uh, with Wilson, Bryson Wilson takes the shotgun snap, and again the handoff, and here goes Davis again, 35 to the 40, and it's a first down for the Jets. So the defense, once again, just kind of going to have to play that bend-don't-break bend, strategy with 8.20 to go in the first half. It'll be first and 10 Jets at their own 41. Uh, defense. Offensive line for Cumberland County has opened up a big hole. They found something right there and just right in the middle of our defensive line. Fake handoff this time. Wilson keeps it, and we've got a flag in the backfield. We've got two flags. I believe now. everybody saw that one. He just tackled. Looked like uh, Gage Kaufman just got uh, Gage Hoffman just got tackled. See if it is the same call. It does seem like both flags for the same infraction, and so. The hold there against Gage Hoffman will back this ball up. We'll go from first and 10 to first and 19 or 20. It will officially be 20, so the foul did occur right at the line of scrimmage. First and 20 for the Jet offense with under eight minutes to go in the first quarter. Ball now at their own 31. Yeah, we talked about getting them in long passing situations. They've got, you know, we've got to good athlete at quarterback but he's a receiver you know by trade so you want to keep him in these long passing situations all night so first and 20 with 745 to go Wilson in the gun he's going to hand off on first and 20 and this time a better job by the defense to bottle up the running back and on that play looked like it was Nolan Carter I'm not sure who ran the Oh, football there. 20. 20, that's what I thought. Nolan Carter. Okay. So Carter picks up three, makes it second and 17. 7.15 now to go, first half. Wildcats lead 13 nothing, And the defense has put the offense of the Cumberland County Jets in another bind after a penalty. See what they go to here. Wilson, shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, going to throw into the flat to the tight end. Puts his foot in the ground and cuts up field. 
Gets to the 39. Does the tight end Devin Gilstrap. Not enough to put this back in any kind of third and manageable situation. It'll still be third and 11 for the Jets. I've seen Trey Coleman from his linebacker sprint out here to make him cut it back up and Gage Hoffman there to to, to, to clean up the tackle. But ju- good job by Trey making him cut it back inside instead of letting him get outside. And we talk all the time about those those plays that don't make the stat sheet, right? We're going to talk at the end of this game about so many tackles or rushing yards or whatever else, but it's plays like that where I'm not going to talk about Trey Coleman, but if not for Trey Coleman, maybe that's a 15-yard game. Yeah, Hoffman gets the uh, he gets, gets the, the credit stats, for the yes. tackle, but he got the tackle because Trey made him cut it back up. Timeout, I believe, taken here by Cumberland County. That is correct. Jets will take a timeout with 6.09 to go in the first half, trailing 13-0 to your Livingston Academy Wildcats. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. A lengthier timeout here by the Cumberland County Jets, but they will drop back out on offense for a third and 11. And as you mentioned several times here, David, this is the exact situation you want to put this offense in. Yeah, with our with our defensive backs, our skills, we can we can play one on one with their receivers and, and maybe blitz some backers, get some pressure on them. Two wide receivers out to the far side of the field, to the left of the quarterback. He looks under through his intended target. They're going to say incomplete. Even if it had been complete, it would have been six yards short of the first down marker. And Bryson Wilson, again, kind of slow to get up there. I think he might have taken another bit of a lick. Yeah, I think the white hat was watching the ball. Gage Hoffman come in there and, and put a good lick on him, knocked him back about five yards. But it's probably a good thing the white hat was watching the ball because that was one of them we talked about earlier. in between where he could have threw a flag for roughing the passer. Punt will ensue, though. 6.05 to go first half. It's fourth and 11 for the Cumberland County Jet offense. So Daniel Bilbrey will be back near his own 20 to receive the punt. Another good one here. It's going to come down at around the 30, bounce to the 25, bounce to the 20, and the Jets will field it at the LA 18. That is where the Wildcat offense will take over. Again, credit here to to Jamie Perez. Uh, Certainly flipping the field here and at least putting the Wildcat offense for a second time in a very... Uh, behind the sticks, behind the chain sort of situation. You've got five, five minutes, 50 seconds to go. We talked about earlier of the kicking off to start the game. You get the ball to start the half. Ready to be a good time for Livingston to take about five minutes off the clock, score a touchdown, get into halftime, then come back out and get the ball to start the second half. And two, kind of a two-for-one situation, score twice. Two wide receivers to either side. Coffee in the gun. He's going to have uh, Mason Anderson, I believe that is, in the backfield with him on his right hip. Good to see all three running backs getting time tonight. Anderson will get the handoff. And first contact right at the 20. And I think they're going to give Anderson credit for a yard. Number nine, Wyatt 
Not much of a hole on that on the left side there for for Mason Anderson to run. Just these big. We talked about their offensive line, how big they are. Their defensive line is pretty good size. Took both their tackles are big boys, and they've got like I said three four defense. So their linebackers are stepping in each hole to to make the plays. Anderson will fl- switch out here for Jackson Bowles. Bowles now behind Coffee in the shotgun, and now they're going to move Bowles to the right hip and send him out into the flat. Coffee is going to keep it, bursts through the hole and breaks a couple tackles. Now he might get a blocker at the 30, 35, 40, stays in bounds past the 40 to the 42-yard line. Brody Coffee. He's ready for basketball season, showing off the athleticism. Yeah, good run by Brody. I believe that's a called quarterback draw. Uh, good good job of the offensive line, making a huge hole for Brody to run through. But uh, made one guy miss, jumped over another guy. Good run. We've seen Brody's, Brody's been outstanding so far in this first half tonight. And I'm certainly not saying it was planned, but Jackson Bowles almost played that kind of confused, and the defense was confused with him. They kind of went with their eyes, took them out there to the flat with him, Gave Coffee some chances to go. Coffee in the gun. Anderson, or excuse me, Bowles on his hip. Won't matter. Throws out into the flat to Hughes, who gets a block or two at the 50. The first down into the 45. Nice job there. A block over on that side, I believe, by Carson Perry. Yeah, good, good block by Carson. Just a little swing pass out to Jake Hughes, and Carson blocked the inside guy. Their corners are playing very soft. It kind of looks like Tennessee Vols defense playing 12, <laughs> 15 yards off the ball. Good job uh, by Carson making the block to get to get Jake free. Yeah, except when the ball's doing, I get really mad. Tonight yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah, it's pretty happy tonight. <laughs> 4.38 to go, first half. First and 10 again for the Wildcats. Now on the other side of the 50 at the Jets' 46. Empty backfield all of a sudden as they send Anderson out to the flat. Coffee's just going to have to try to make something happen. Gets physical and gets upfield. It's a six-yard gainer for Coffee. He finds himself at the 39. Another good run. I don't know if that was a broken play or if that was a call play. Look, all the action was coming this way. Brody looked like he was trying to go up the middle and just kicked it out to the right side. Good job of making positive yards out of that. Second and four now for the Wildcat offense. As the clock, when they break the huddle, will go under four minutes to go. It's a 13-0 Wildcats lead, and they look to try to make it a three-score game. Coffee in the gun. Anderson now gestured to his right hip. Three wide receivers out to the left. Coffee will take it. Hands off Anderson. Anderson, nice job to be patient there. Hesitated a little bit, then hit the hole with passion and fervor and finds the first down. Yeah, a good hole right there for the offensive line again. Good job of Mason. Mason, we, we, we've said it. Mason Mason runs hard. Mm-hmm. And he, he he's not an east-west runner. He's a north-south runner. He gets the ball. He's He's got a hole. He's going to that hole, and he usually falls forward and for two or three yards. He picked up seven or eight on that one and again also credit on that one like i said very patient he took it and almost stutter step to allow the hole to break open and then hit the hole jackson bowls in it running back now the shotgun snap will go to him will go to coffee he'll fake the handoff and throw it to will brown and credit to the defensive back here I believe that was hayden tanksley hayden tanksley uh, who came down quickly to make the tackle and force will brown out of bounds, just a gain of about two. So Will Brown with the two-yard gainer, 3.06 to go after he goes out of bounds. It'll be second and nine for the Wildcat offense near the end of the first half. 13-0 Wildcats leading. 
certainly going to take their time right here. Clock is not rolling, so you've got the full play clock, which, by the way, technically isn't running. I'm sure they're keeping it either on the field or up here in the booth. Jackson bowls now to the right hip of Coffee. Brody takes the snap, looking into the flat, now goes across oh. the middle and through behind and below Will Brown. First yeah. time he's been inaccurate tonight. Yeah, slant. He, Will Brown was had a step. He was open between the, the corner and the safety. Brody just, I think he threw that in a little quick, a little low and behind Will. It's worst throw of the night. Brody's played well tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. First time that he's been kind of off here tonight in the past game. Almost said the throw game, but we are not going to make references to Butch Jones. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> 3.03 to go in the first half. It's third and nine for the Wildcat offense. And, again, the clock has stopped, so why not take your time here? Wait to break the huddle. Make sure everybody knows snap counts, where we're going with the football. Get everybody on the same page. And the back judger, when he puts his hand up, that means you have ten seconds. So now it's at five seconds, he'll count it down. Got to call a timeout. And going to have to get a timeout as the Wildcats couldn't quite get to the line quickly enough. But It's a good timeout. A very good one with 3.01 to go in the first half. It'll be third and nine when we come back. The Wildcats lead the Jets 13-0. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Wildcats have yet to break the huddle from the timeout. They do so now, and it'll be 3:01 to go in the first half. Third and nine for the Wildcats offense. 13 to nothing, trying to take a three-score lead. Three wide receivers to the left of Coffee. He'll have a man in Jackson Bowles with him in the backfield. Snap. Looking, Coffee going to have to avoid pressure, now lets it go. It's a lame duck, but it's going to be caught by Carson Parrott, who makes a couple moves and finds himself at the 20 for a first down. Yeah, good job by Carson coming back. That Brody got hit right as he threw that. He, he scrambled out to his left, got hit right as he threw it, and whew, that one's in the air for a long time. And normally we wait to give you scores at ha- till halftime, but this one's too good. White County leading DeKalb 20-7 to in the second quarter. Trip Pinion. Trip Pinion effect is in effect. Great kid, great athlete. And that's huge news if you're Livingston Academy and you can walk out of here with a win tonight. Coffee in the gun. Brings Weitzel in motion. Nearly messed up the snap. Able to get it to Trey Coleman, but there is a flag at the 15. And, excuse me, Coleman hadn't gone down yet. I don't know what happened there. Seemingly, Coleman was still upright, and about three Jets just clobbering. I believe they're going to get Matthew Slayton on a hold right there. Good, It's good hold, but I guess we know why there was a hold there now. So, again, uh, you got to take care of business here tonight, folks, but certainly if you are a, if you're a, a Wildcat fan, you are a Warriors fan this week. With a chance to play them next week, of course, you'd have to take care of business yourself against Trip Pinion. Also, Upperman 34 <laughs> wow. to nothing 
in the second quarter. So all that talk about Upperman's offense we've had for weeks on end. Adam Kane this week told me in an interview, we've known all season that the year, the region, everything came down to these last two weeks. It looks like his offense took that to heart. Yeah, they're making a statement tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Not just to this district, but to the whole state for a football. So here's Coffee in the gun under two minutes to go in the first half. It'll be first and 20 for the Wildcat offense from their own or from the Jets 30. Dropping back, having to avoid pressure. And now Coffee takes off, and he's got all the room in the world. 25-20, 15-10, avoids a guy, five touchdown. touchdown. Great run by Brody Coffee. Great run. Nothing was open downfield. He just tucked it run. It was wide open. All kinds of green grass, and he took full advantage. What a job. 19 to nothing. 19 to nothing. The Wildcats now lead with 142 to go in the first half. And looks like they'll line up for another PAT. Give a shout out there to Jordan Ficklin, Jamie Mansell, Dawson Ledbetter, Nathan Hargis, and Matthew Slayton. They, uh, Brody dropped back to throw one deep. Nothing open, but they give him all kinds of time. He found the hole and made the made the long run. Here's a two-point conversion. Two-point conversion attempt. Coffee is going to try to do it himself. Did he get across? He did not. Uh, <laughs> the side judge that's supposed to be right there was behind the end zone, so he don't know if he got in or not, but he's saying he didn't. They will say he didn't get in. Another uh, kind of a fake sort of attempt there by the Wildcats, and It'll come up short for the second time in this ballgame. 19-0 the score now. The Wildcats leading the Jets at Cumberland County High School. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Back at Cumberland County High School where, uh, for those curious, DeKalb County did just score. It is 22-14 now. White County leading with about five and a half to go till halftime as we'll try to keep you as updated as we can on that score and the effect it will have here on the Wildcats. Need a touchback and then defense get off the field, get us into halftime with a lead. Watson's going to pooch punt this one as it comes down at the 25 and it's mopped. Diving after it is everybody and did Livingston Academy come up with it? Still coming out of the pile no, they're and they're going to say the, the Jets come up with it, but that's the second time. Cumberland County has almost had disaster on a Watson kickoff. I think that was that was perfect placement by Dylan. He's seen there was the guy was all the way back to the goal line, and the next guy was up at the thirty, and he just kicked it right in between them about the twenty to fifteen yard line, and nobody was there to pick it up. One thirty-seven to go in the first half, and the Jets trail the Wildcats nineteen nothing here at Cumberland County. Bryson Wilson will be in the gun and hand the football off. Making a cut is Davis, and again, Davis past the 20, comes down at the 25, and the ball's on the ground yet again. Oh, don't call him down. And No, they're going to say down, and now we've got a flag back near the 35. Looks like number 10 and number 6 just had Trey Coleman and wouldn't let him go. Trey trying to make the 
make a tackle, and they double-teamed him, wouldn't let him go. So did the Jets kind of beat themselves again? Would have been a first down with him being ruled down. The fumble not counting, it would have been a first down, but now it's going to be a personal foul on the Jets and a personal foul on the Wildcats. So they will offset, and the play will resume. And let's see, I think they are going to say just nine yards. So second and about a yard after the uh, Daryl Davis run there. Clock's going to run. Clock does so. A 115 to go in the first half. Jeff's just trying to maybe keep the ball away from Livingston Academy, knowing they get the ball to start the second half. Wilson in the gun, high snap, corrals it, rolls out to his right, throws deep, and well overthrows it, and Carson oh. Parent couldn't come up with it. Whew, had a over the, it'd been a tough catch. It's over his shoulder, but he had it, lost it, had it, lost it, and then lost it. Give credit to Caden Matthews as well, the wide receiver there uh, for Cumberland County. He immediately realized what was happening and just went to make a defensive play. And I think maybe knocked it out of Parrott's hands. Daniel Bilber's coming in for Carson. I think surely Coach Hauser's not going to get on to him for dropping that one, is he? No, I think it's possibly more of... If they do that again, I want Bilberry back there to run. They're just going to hand it off to Davis, and it's going to be a tackle for loss. A you great take a job out right here. Gage Hoffman and Seth Smith getting into the backfield, and with 51.3 seconds, Wildcats will take a timeout. That was third and one, and so they force a fourth down. Now take the timeout. The yeah, it was Hoffman and Seth Smith who got back there. So timeout, Wildcats. 51 seconds to go in the first. It's 19 nothing. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. 19-0, the Wildcats lead the Jets as the Jets trot out for a fourth and one. One Bank, the One Bank for Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat Sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Wilson in the gun, high snap, keeps it himself, running, finds the first down and more. 30, 35, forced out of bounds at the 35. The Jets will get the first down with 45 and a half seconds to go in the first half. Your Livingston Regional Game of the Week here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. It's a good run. Fourth and one, that's a gutsy call because if you don't pick that up, Livingston gets the ball at the 29. Uh, Good job by Cumberland County picking that up. Wilson in the gun yet again, another high snap. He is able to find able to find his hands and hands off to Davis, who battles through several pieces of contact, including Gage Hoffman, to find about eight yards. Clock still ticking. That's what you want. Under 30 seconds to go. You figure the Jets will run one more play. Will it be a pass or will it just be a handoff? 
Wilson in the gun. He's got Davis in the backfield. Two wide receivers to his right. Looking. Throws a screen pass and finds the tight end. A lot of green grass. 45-40. Chasing it down from the backside. And the ball on the ground again. And here's what happens, though. Ten and a half seconds to go. The clock will stop to reset the first down marker, I believe. Or did Cumberland call They call timeout. Okay. So the Jets call timeout after a major gainer, and they're going to give themselves a shot at the end zone with ten and a half to go, trailing 19-0. Jets take a timeout. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital, from Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. Back at Cumberland County High School, Bryson Wilson will take a shotgun snap. He's going to have one set, tosses it up in the air, falls incomplete. So he might get one more with 4.3 seconds to go. He will. It's an incomplete incomplete pass by Bryson Wilson trying to get a screen there. Couldn't find him. And the third and final timeout will be called by the Cumberland County Jets. And they are going to look like they'll line up for a field goal. It's going to be, what, uh, is that the 29, 46-yarder right here? Uh, that seems to be. I think Levy's Academy called a timeout. Uh, to line up to double check, yeah. I think you play this one safe. Just put a couple people back, make sure it's not a fake, try to throw it. I watched their kicker in warm-ups. Uh, he kicked it low, so you may have a shot at uh, blocking this one, but. Every kick he kicked in pregame was a little low. 4.3 seconds, so it's the field goal or nothing here for both sides. They are going to send Daniel Bilbrey, it looks like, back there. He can return it. Just in case we get a kick six sort of situation. Ball back, Perez kicking the air. That is going to fall short. Bilbrey will catch it. He is allowed. No. They're maybe, waving that off. Maybe you're not allowed to return it. I thought it in high you were. I didn't. Maybe in high school you can. I would have thought you could. I don't. Never heard of the rule being that way. But either way, uh, Bilbury will catch it in the end zone. They'll rule that a uh, dead ball, and we will head to the half. Wildcats leading 19 nothing here at Cumberland County High School over the Jets. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game, sponsored by... 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue. On the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. By Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main. By One Bank. The Wildcats Bank, 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One bank can help you. Member FDIC. 
now at Mountain Farm International. For a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Become part of the R&M family. R&M Family Pharmacy. You're part of the family at R&M. That's why it's time to get your flu shot. Just start in the store. Bradford Hicks Drive. Roll up your sleeve and protect yourself from the flu. You could reduce your chances of getting sick by up to 60%. And with most insurances, flu shots are free. So keep your family healthy. Get your flu shot today. Just another service you'll find at R&M Family Pharmacy. 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. R&M. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robelizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, live at Cumberland County High School. I'm Colin Castleberry, and the L.A. Wildcats lead 19 to nothing over the Cumberland County Jets. It's the Livingston Regional Game of the Week. It continues here to check the... Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Livingston Academy getting on the board first. It was a Beautiful job by the defense to go bend, don't break, force a turnover, and then a nice drive capped off by a, well, I say capped off, but I mean, truth to be told, it was a 68-yard bomb to Daniel Bilberry to put them on the board to begin this ball game after the, after the bend, don't break defensive stand that was caused by a turnover. The 68-yard bomb and then a failed PAT on a bad snap Made it 6 nothing. Livingston Academy. Defense stepped up again to force a uh, another bend-don't-break drive. And we end up with a touchdown on the ground. We have one 
uh, for Trey Coleman, a 17-yard run into the end zone, and then a beautiful job by uh, Brody Coffey. I lost the name for a second, but Brody Coffey to find the third touchdown on the day. One PAT good on the after the second touchdown. Third PAT was an attempt at a two-point conversion. It failed. That is how we get to 19 to nothing. Stop by Frontier Chevrolet, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Scores and stats still to come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, and pulmonary hypertension. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional family. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Checking the key first half stats with one bank. Let's run through the visitors first. Livingston Academy leading 19 to nothing. It's 128 yards on the ground. 91 of those are by quarterback Brody Coffey. He has had by far his best day through the air and on the ground. We'll talk with David Ledbetter about that here in just a little bit. Uh, but 9 of 12 for 122 yards through the air as well for Brody Coffey. 68 of those 122 coming on a pass, a bomb. 68 yards to Daniel Bilbrey that was the first score of the ball game for the Wildcats. On the other side, look, Cumberland County has moved the ball with relative ease. The L.A. defense has played bend, don't break. They've given up 94 yards to the Jets on the ground, 50 of that to Daryl Davis, who uh, a really nice, tall, kind of lanky uh, running back with a lot of balance, as you heard David Ledbetter talk about. He is a guy that you're going to have to try to key on in the second half. Through the air, 70 yards, but 4 of 8, and it was 4 of 4 to start the game for Bryson Wilson, 0 for 4 on his last four attempts. So like we talked about as well, uh, in the pregame and throughout the first half, when you put him in obvious passing situations, whole lot harder because he can't just toss it out into the flat. That's where a lot of the yardage and a lot of those completions, or really all four of those completions, came from. One turnover as well for Cumberland County, and they've had three penalties for 30 yards. The Wildcats just one for 10 yards. That's a look at the stats from one bank, the one bank for all your financial needs. Inside L.A. with senior class president and basketball manager Zach Lewis. 
Zach, I know you've been asked a hundred times, you know, what does it mean to be the class president? What's it mean to be voted in by your peers? But I think more at this point, it's what does it mean to you to have been able to do that year in and year out? You've kind of continued that legacy all the way through your time here at L.A. Uh, yeah, it's been an honor. Like, uh you know, just saying thanks to the senior class by everything they've done for me, not only the senior class, but here at Livingston Academy as well. Um, um, being senior class president means a lot. You know, giving a speech at graduation is a big deal. Um, and co- coinciding with other class officers and other class presidents is a big deal to work or through prom and homecoming week and all that fun stuff. Yeah, obviously, senior class president comes with a little more responsibility. You've got a couple more things that you kind of head up and, and head over. So, what is the thing you would love to accomplish as senior class president, having a little more power, being able to do a little bit more, sitting over a couple more things like you talked about? What's the one goal for Zach Lewis? Uh, so, you know, just kind of keeping the students motivated and school spirit high. That's one thing I feel like Livingston Academy, I wish we had a little bit more of a school spirit. And uh, we have a lot, don't get me wrong. We really do. But, um, you know, doing our pep rally and stuff, not everybody is super engaged. And being able to host one of those this year for the homecoming game was really, really fun. And getting more students involved in extracurricular activities and stuff like that is another thing we'd like to see. We also mentioned, obviously, you're a manager for basketball. Now, I don't know how in the world you balance it all. We'll get to that in a minute. But just in general, as basketball season comes up on us rather quickly, how excited are you to, to step back out there and, and be a part of the hardwood? Oh, I'm pumped for it. I mean, it just no matter what Coach Miller has me doing on the floor or if it's commentating for something or anything like that, uh, it's it's awesome. Like I love having basketball season. Football season's fun and all, but I love it when the inside. Like last night, the Lady Cats they played um, Upran in the in a volleyball district tournament. Unfortunately, they lost. But I mean, being back in the gym and and that kind of atmosphere, it's awesome. How do you, as the senior class president, uh, help promote those kinds of atmospheres and and create more games like you had last night on the volleyball court coming out for basketball? Uh, so, you know, you just got to hype it up and make sure, you know, the team's on board and coaches are on board and be very transparent with the students, coaches, and administration here. Um, it's something uh, it's kind of challenging to do, but, I mean, it's something that's really important to do with the students because it allows better communication, allows the students to be better at their school spirit and other things. Now, as we've talked about, you've been doing this for a couple of years now, so instead of asking how do you do it, I think my question is what is your piece of advice to others who are trying to be a manager, be the president, or, or any kind of class officer? What's your advice to people trying to balance all the different activities um, that they want to participate in? Uh, don't probably don't get underwater too early. I feel like that's one thing I did when I, when I was a freshman. I didn't win class president that year, but I felt like I got started too early. Maybe if you want to run for something else besides president your freshman year, that's a really big task. Um, but but how I balance it, I just you know, just take it day by day. I mean, you gotta pay attention to your texts and emails and people contacting you about doing this and doing that and all that fun stuff. Um, but don't overload yourself if you can't do one thing when you're supposed to be doing the other. Senior class president, uh, basketball manager, and all-around great guy, Zach Lewis, here inside L.A. on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep, 
It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at NelsonAesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. Welcome to a bi-week edition of Titans Preview. And with that, Coach Dave McGinnis has the week off on this report. But the Titans dropped another game, and this one in London at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this past Sunday, 24-16 to the Baltimore Ravens. And to add injury to insult, literally, the Titans starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill is now listed as day-to-day with a high ankle sprain. This is the same right ankle that he had surgically repaired with the tightrope procedure towards the end of the 2022 season. Head coach Mike Vrabel was asked about this, and it's pretty similar to the first time he was hurt before he came back and re-injured it later in the 2022 season. Now, while it's year over year and time has passed, uh, there's no guarantee that it is any straight timeline for Tannehill's return. All of that is up in the air, but it has been reported he does not need surgery to repair what had already been fixed from last season. In concussion protocol, wide receiver Chris Moore and tight end Josh Wiley, who both exited the game with concussions in the loss at Tottenham Hotspur Sunday. There was a change at left tackle during the second half of that game as Andre Dillard was put on the bench. Coach's decision. He is healthy and inserted Nicholas Petit-Frere, who played his first snaps at left tackle in his time as a Titan. And as to whether that is a temporary fix or a permanent one, that decision has not yet been made by the coaching staff. The Titans have a bye week this weekend, but when they start back up next week, they prepare for Arthur Smith returning to town, the former offensive coordinator for the Titans, who is now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And a fun game in this one because the Oilers throwbacks are involved and the Falcons will be wearing their throwbacks as well. Once they're done with that game, four days later, they travel to Acrisure Stadium to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football. But for conversation about the Titans and about the throwback uniforms, I take you to a most recent episode of the official Titans podcast between myself, Ramon Foster, and the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith. Only three Titans have forced turnovers so far this year. And those, I mean, that has to change, right? It does. I mean, just the law of averages, you're saying, my goodness, it speaks to Level of big playability and guys making things happen, yes. Got to step that up, especially the guys who are getting paid. The other part of it, too, is just it it happens. It happens. It does. And nobody wants to hear that excuse. Absolutely not. I get it. If I'm listening to the OTP right now, I know I don't want to hear it. 
But if you've done it long enough and been around it long enough, you understand it will happen. It does. Eventually, the nut crack as far as what you're in search of. If everybody's right-minded. So here's the thing. So we're going into this bye week, right, guys? And everything has the opportunity to fester a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and that's what you have to fight off. If there is a change at, at, at on the offensive line, figure out how you guys are going to work and mesh and gel together. And here's the other thing, too, because we all heard the audio of Big Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons, kind of challenging his teammates, whether that was the offensive side of the ball also included in that. I think that has to be the case, too, because if you're only, you know, having 40-ish play, less than 50 plays in a game, the other side of the ball feels it. The offense needs to feel that pressure a little bit also. Everybody has to put their hand in a pile. In weeks like this, there can't be any separation. There can't be any fragments when it comes down to this team. You're in a hole, the foxhole, with each other. Either you're going to come together, keep the outside chatter at a minimum, understand that, and I hate to even use this because you know how I feel about this team, but the Patriots just do your job. Vrabel said those types of things. Everybody has to do their job. Make your play. If it accounts for just five yards on the catch, take your five and get down. If it's you holding the offensive lineman so that the defense or linebacker can make a play, do that. I don't care about your stat line. We need to win as a team. And that's what I feel like Big Jeff's sentiment was after the game in London. I need people to do their job so we can all eat. That's always the lion pack eats together. Wow. And uh, the only thing I'll follow that up with is Mike Vrabel teams are usually pretty good after the bye week. They are. I can't follow that up with much else. I thought you were just going to go amen. I mean, yeah, let's pass the offering plate, right? <laughs> First three stanzas of Just As I Am. Yes, I, yes. I wouldn't try to go off there, but I promise you, you did. The, the passion of this game, because we're close to these guys. Sure. We see their faces. We see their reactions. We hear them without well, being in the locker room. And this is not a bad football team. It's it, not. It's, not a t- it's a team that's not playing well right now, and they're two different things. You know, you see teams stink it up, and we we saw a few over a period of time when we didn't go to the playoffs. <laughs> a two win team, and a three win team, and a six win team in 2012 that might have been worse than the two other teams. And there was a laundry list of things that needed to be oh, fixed. Oh, there was. It's two. a much shorter list. Woo. What we're talking about? Here. Yeah, yeah. This can be fixed, and the schedule puts you in a position if you take care of your business, you can get back in it. There is a lot of opportunity in this. If you were looking for, if Malik was looking for, if Will Levis, y'all, was looking for, if Tajay was in the search for, NPF being back into the conversation, um, trailing. I, I know injuries are a big part of it, but let's figure out a way to stick with it. That group of five or six dudes of youth that I've mentioned right there, we've all talked about separately too. Now is your opportunity. Sure. If you want to hear more of that full episode, subscribe to the official Titans podcast. You can find that on any platform where you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this edition of Titans Preview. Reminder, the Titans are off this weekend, but next Sunday, October 29, they will play the Atlanta Falcons at Nissan Stadium. The award-winning Titans countdown presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans begins at 11 Central, noon Eastern. Kickoff set for 12.02 Central, 1.02 Eastern with the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, and, of course, head coach Dave McGinnis. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we appreciate you listening to Titans Preview. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Halftime Report. 
What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play. Norris Supercycle. Become part of the R&M family. R&M Family Pharmacy. You're part of the family at R&M. That's why it's time to get your flu shot. Just start in the store. Bradford Hicks Drive. Roll up your sleeve and protect yourself from the flu. You could reduce your chances of getting sick by up to 60%. And with most insurances, flu shots are free. So keep your family healthy. Get your flu shot today. Just another service you'll find at R&M Family Pharmacy. 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. R&M. The Wildcats play here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Some scores from around the rest of the UC as we look at scores of interest, in fact. DeKalb County currently trailing White County at the half, 20 to 13. York in the third quarter on the road at Wartburg, a 27-7 lead. Scott currently leads Pickett County in the second quarter, 21 to nothing. And then the scores that you guys are going to be surprised by if I have anything to say about it. In the second quarter, Trousdale County, 28-7. They lead the Clay County Bulldogs at halftime. Cookville is up on Green Hill, 14-7 at home. And the one that I can promise you, Nobody tonight saw coming across the entire Upper Cumberland. Upperman out here sending a message, David Ledbetter. 41 to nothing at the half. They lead the Stone Memorial Panthers. And we talked about not only in this region, but across the whole state in 4A football. Upperman sending a message tonight. Well, I think what it is, and we don't want to spend but maybe you know 10 15 seconds here but uh we've talked all season about that defense is that good but we've complained about the offense right can they do <laughs> 41 to nothing and stone is no slouch yeah, defensively stone's, stone's a really good football team and for them to put 41 up in the first half that's impressive that is absolutely now speaking of impressive can the wildcats continue to be impressive a 19 nothing lead david ledbetter before we kick this ball off What did the Wildcats have to continue to do, and what did they have to do maybe a little bit better to put this game away? Well, we talked keys to the game was Brody Coffey and his receivers making plays, 
And in my opinion, this is probably Brody's best game of the year. He had a lot of yards and a lot of uh, rushing yards against Stone Memorial, but he was off in, in his passing against Stone. But tonight, he's ran the ball well and he's threw the ball really, really well. Other than that one pass, that little slant to Will Brown, he's he's been on target with every throw. 91 yards on the ground, 122 through the air. Certainly his most complete game to date. And we'll see right now if he can continue with that success as the Wildcats will receive the football here in the third quarter. They lead nine, excuse me, leading 19 to nothing and a chance to, for all intents and purposes, really kind of put this game out of reach with the way the passing game for Cumberland County has been so far. Yeah, we talked about getting getting up a few scores on them, tried an onside and kick. Tried an they, onside they kick, and it. did they get it? I believe Cumberland County did. The question is, did he go out of bounds? He did not, and they're going to gesture. Cumberland County, what a job. Perez with a beautiful kick. Aiden Clanton with a recovery, and I don't know how Clanton didn't go out of bounds. That was my first question. He did not, and the Jets are going to create a possession. Well, he, he made a great catch because the ball, he kicked it flat. And it looked like it was going to go out of bounds. He just dove, reached out, dove out, and, and caught it without the ball or him going out of bounds. And I can promise you that Mark Hauser, special teams coach over there for Livingston Academy, is livid because you had to see that one coming. The handoff now to Davis. He'll burst through the hole past the 45, inside the 45 to the 42, as the Cumberland County offense will have the ball at the Livingston Academy 42-yard line. A four-yard game. And they, Cumberland County moved the ball pretty well in the first half. Absolutely. Uh, killed themselves with penalties, had that one turnover. But it seemed like when they get in, uh, you know, they got themselves three holding penalties in the first half, backed them up, and that just puts their offense way behind with the backup quarterback. Bryson Wilson takes the shotgun snap, throws out into the flat, finds his tight end at the 45. Braden Story, a great job to hold him up for a gang tackle. Jake Hughes coming in to help him out, and that's Devin Gilstrap who gains maybe a yard. Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We thank Livingston Regional. And now back out there with 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. It's third and five from the Livingston Academy, 41. you got to think they're four down. From here on out, everything's four down territory for them. Absolutely. Third and six. Wilson takes the snap, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, and runs right into, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Jordan Geist. Yes. Almost said John. It's Jordan. He runs right into, and that will make it fourth and short. Fourth and two. So we'll see if the defense can bow up here or if Cumberland County's run game will maintain its successful three-plus yards. Lucas Academy, big discipline right here. Don't jump off sides. Give them a free one. The light blue-clad Jets. Wilson will line up in the gun with Davis on his right hip. He'll have two wide receivers to the right and a tight end to the left. Takes a snap, hands off Davis, and Davis is able to create enough separation. I think he might have just gotten it. He does. Third, He gets to the 35-yard line, and that is a first down for the Jets. Good tackle by John Hill on the tackle. He thought he had him stopped just a hair short, but he spun forward for the first down. So first and 10 for the Jets. 9.50 to go, third quarter. It's first and 10 from the L.A. 35. Wildcats lead 19-0. 
were set to receive the kickoff, but then an onside kick that now leads to a big-time run by the quarterback, Wilson. Now there is a flag back at the 35-yard line, and I believe it's going to be another holding penalty. It is another holding penalty on the Jets. It's kind of been their theme. They get a, you know, he gains 20 yards right there, but I guess you... That's the reason he gained 20 yards. Was holding. <laughs> they, they were holding. Karma indeed, as it will be marked off right from the line of scrimmage at the 35. So the ball will move back to the 45, and we'll go from first and 10 to first and 20 for the Jets' offense. And this has been where the defense for Livingston Academy has succeeded. They bend, don't break. They wait for the Jets to make a mistake and then capitalize. Yeah, that's been the theme of the night for our defense, give up a few yards, but let them make a mistake and then put them in third and second and third and long situations. Here's Wilson in the gun. Will he throw? No, hands off Davis. Davis finds the edge on the left side, 45-40. Still keeps those legs moving and falls forward to the 35. Good run. So Davis will get it all back there from the penalty on first and, t- first and 20 to turn it into second and 10. A nice job to get the penalty yards back. Now the Jets have to find second and 10. 8.53 to go in the third quarter from the, once again, the LA 35-yard line. Hill, or excuse me, uh, Wilson in the gun. Davis in the backfield, high snap, hands off Davis. And this time, Gage Hoffman read it like a book. In the backfield is Gage Hoffman, and now we've got a bit of a situation as everybody's getting into it. That looked like Seth Smith and Clay Mullen, the big, the uh, kind of big tight end linebacker for Cumberland County. We'll see if it's offsetting as they got a little shubby there after the play. Yeah, they, they we already had one personal foul offsetting. I believe this one could be our second one of the night. So. Personal foul on the defense, and they are not going to – it's always the second guy. We talk about that all the time at every level. It's always the second guy. And so this will get walked off, and that will be first and ten for the Cumberland County Jets. Jets get a free first down. That's just not a smart play by by Seth right there. We have him stop for a loss. Going to make it third and about 12, and then just a dumb penalty. So now all of a sudden, first and 10 from the L.A. 21, as Wilson takes the snap, keeps it himself, cutting to the left, and he'll gain about five as he keeps the legs churning inside the 20 to the 16. Yeah, he just kind of gets – Wilson's not a very tall quarterback. He gets lost in the – in behind those big offensive linemen, it's hard for the defense to find him back there. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of the of York, where we talked about you just can't see him. Yeah, Lafew gets he hunkers way down in that stance, and the big offensive line just couldn't couldn't find him back there. Same thing here with Bryson Wilson, who just kind of gets lost behind, as you mentioned, maybe the biggest offensive line we've had all night or we've had all year. Wilson takes the snap, hands off Davis. Davis going to the left, and Seth Smith is going to suplex him. TKO, TKL. Got a player down for Livingston. Good tackle by Seth Smith in the backfield. The man down will get right back up. That was Adam Richards who went down, uh, but seems like he's okay. 
think that looks like that's Trey Coleman waving off them, sending a guy in, and now they'll take Richards off the field and send uh, John Hill in to replace him. So a nice job by Seth Smith to force the third and six. Under seven and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Jets are going to put Wilson again in the gun with Davis in the backfield. He'll have two wide receivers out to his right and a tight end on that side as well. Third and six. Wilson takes it. He's going to sprint out to the right. And oh, what a tackle. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Geis just put a tackle on film that you should show all the way up the line. That is textbook. Yeah, Wilson's slow to get up. He he took a pop right there by Geis. Good good tackle by just that was textbook tackle. That's what I'm saying. Everything you want to head to the got his head to the head to the side, shoulder in the chest, wrap up, take him to the ground. I mean, you could write. They have written books about that tackle. Going to try a long another long field goal. Twenty. It's like 37-yard field goal here. Nobody back to receive this one, as apparently that is not uh, something you can return. So why put somebody back there? Perez's kick is up, and I believe short. it fell short. It did. Ben, fell but don't sh- break. Ben, ben but, but don't, don't break. break. Yeah, fell short by about a yard or two there. And so once again, the L.A. defense comes up with a quote-unquote stop. No points put on the board by the Jets. And the Wildcat offense will take over. With 6.23 to go in the third quarter, leading 19 to nothing. Hi, this is Emily Gibson, your Twin Lakes Security Consultant. Halloween is just around the corner, and as spooky season approaches, it's crucial to ensure your home stays safe and secure. Twin Lakes Security offers doorbell cameras, video monitoring, smoke and motion detectors, and more. For additional peace of mind, add smart home automation so you can control your system from anywhere using your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Imagine the peace of mind knowing that you can see who's at your doorstep even when you're out trick-or-treating with your little ones. Call 528-2005 or visit TwinLakes.net now. A gain of three turns into a loss of ten as Matthew Slayton is flagged for a hold by the Livingston offensive lineman. And we'll go for first and 20 now from their own 10 for the Livingston Academy offense. Mason Anderson had a good hole there. Picked up positive yards, but it's brought back by the holding penalty. So now they put Jackson Bowles in the backfield with Coffee. Two wide receivers to either side. Here's Coffee in the gun. He's going to put Bowles on his left hip. Takes the shotgun snap, dropping back, looking into the flat for Parrott. No, rolls out, still looking, still avoiding pressure, still looking. Will Brown directing traffic, throws, well overthrown. Jake Hughes might have been there with a couple more steps, but Brody Coffee is just going to overthrow each of his intended targets and make it second and 20. Yeah, good good decision by Brody. Throw it to where either Will Brown's going to catch it or nobody's catching it, but Another good job by our offensive line. They didn't get downfield. That play took a long time to develop. Brody scrambling around. Didn't have any offensive linemen downfield and maintained their blocks. So second and 20 after the incompletion with 5.49 to go in the third quarter. Ball at the LA-10 for the Wildcat offense. Coffee and Bowles in the backfield. Gesturing Bowles now to the right hip. Coffee now sends Bowles out into the flat on that side. Looking. He's going to throw a double move by Bilberry, caught at the 27-yard line. What a job there by Daniel Bilberry. Got the man to bite on the in and then cut back up. 
his uh, Brody just kind of threw that one up. He's seen that's kind of the hardest pass to throw most of the time is one where your receiver is wide open. There was nobody around Daniel. He just threw it out there just to make sure Daniel could make the catch to give him a third and short here. Good job of Brody. Great job of Daniel making that catch. Yeah, third and three, very manageable for an offense that when they haven't been called for a penalty has done well to average three-plus on the ground here tonight. Coffee and Bowles in the gun. They're going to flip Bilbrey from the left side to the right side, so it'll be a three-wide receiver set to the right and one man all alone on the left. Bowles on the right hip. Now he's sent out into the flat. Coffee's just going to keep it, quarterback keeper, and he gets past the 30 to the first down marker. Just barely a four-yard gain when you needed three by Brody Coffee. Yeah, they sent Bowles out in motion, so Brody's all alone in the backfield. Kind of knew the draw was coming. Uh, good job by Brody picking up the first down. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Coffee in the gun. Has a man in the backfield. That is, I believe, Jackson Bowles again. That's Mason Anderson. Is it Mason Anderson? It is Anderson. It won't matter. Coffee with the play action. And now just trying to avoid a bunch of pressure. And finally brought down first sack of the night for the Jets. And Coffee did everything he could on that one, but too many blue jerseys. Credited with it will be Clay Mullen, the senior tight end and linebacker. And that'll take us from first and 10 to second and 11 for the Wildcat offense with 3.50 to go in the third quarter. I don't know if that was a called pass or a run. Brody just scrambling around, had three defenders in his face pretty much as soon as he caught the snap. Two wide receivers now to either side again for Livingston Academy. Mason Anderson, the man in the backfield, once more with Coffee. Anderson to the right hip of Coffee. Bilbrey in motion left to right. Handing off, no, fakes it to Bill Breen. Once again, Clay Mullen in the backfield. And this time, it's not a loss of one. It's closer to a loss of five or six. Yeah, I believe if he, the play's worked several times tonight where Brody just fakes the handoff, keeps it right up the middle. But Cumberland County's kind of reading that right now. Maybe a good time to just hand that off to Daniel or Jake coming around on the, on the jet sweep. Yeah, Cumberland County defensively clearly made some adjustments at the half, doing a, a pretty good job here to not bite so much on the fakes and the action, the motion here of the Wildcat offense. So third and 14 with under 245 to go. Coffee will have to throw as he's got two wide receivers to either side. Now he's going to flip the running back bowls from right to left, and we've got a flag from the back judge. Believe delay it. Of game, yep. uh, delay of game, it is. Delay of game on the Wildcat offense takes it from third and 14 to third and 19, and Wildcats not helping themselves. Yeah, both play clocks are on; they're on 40 seconds, but they're obviously not working. So, Brody's got to see this back judge right here with his arm up. So, third and 14 turns into third and 19, and. I don't know that you had anything in the playbook for third and 14. You certainly don't have anything in it for third and 19. We'll see what they go to here. Wide receivers, two to either side. Coffee, obviously, in a passing down. will take it. Sits in the pocket, has time, and it's blocked at the line by Clay Mullen. Did that stay in the air? Is it an interception? It is. Clay Mullen bats that up in the air, 
and an interception by the Cumberland County defensive line. Trying to get a number on who that was. Looks like it is going to have been uh, James Lawson. James Lawson, the tight end and defensive lineman who comes up with the batted pass. And Cumberland County trailing 19-0 with 2.08 to go in the third. A big-time situation, first and 10 from the L.A. 13. Yeah, that's great play by Cumberland County. Ball, he just jumped up to, to knock the pass down. It stayed up there, and they picked it off. Good job by their defense. Bryson Wilson now dropping back, throws a fade route. Will Brown knocks it down. That was a beautiful pass by Bryson Wilson looking for his intended target back there, but Wilson, or excuse me, Will Brown uh, got a hand in there. Yeah, good job. Will was Will was look, watching the ball the whole way and just jumped up to knock that, knock that pass away. So Cumberland County incomplete on first and 10, makes it second and 10. 19 to nothing, the Jets trailing, and now a timeout by the Jets as they want to talk about the second and 10 from the LA 11. It's 19-0, Wildcats leading the Jets. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family, people who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough. Or your daughter's ankle sprain. All need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare. Call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician. Livingston Family Healthcare. LA Sports presented by Livingston Regional. 101.9 AM 920. Cumberland County offense in the best situation they've been in all night. Second and 10 from the LA 11 after an interception caused by a batted pass. And the Jets in need of a score as time is ticking down. Two minutes to go in the third quarter and they trail 19 to nothing. Three possession game. Looking for the same pass. Kaufman's going to put him under pressure though. Avoiding it is Wilson. Now he's just running around. He throws it up in the air and it's out of bounds. Great pursuit by Gage Hoffman. I don't know how he didn't didn't get him on the ground right there. Wilson was running for his life as soon as he caught the snap, trying to roll out to his left. Gage Hoffman was unblocked coming off the right side. And that was just a matter of Wilson somehow finding a way to avoid the pressure and then getting rid of the football. You know, Cumberland County's had success running the football this whole game. First two plays after a turnover has both been passes into the end zone, so... Kind of question the play calling. Wilson now hands the ball off to Davis, and it won't matter. There's a couple flags coming in from the backside. It'll be holding again against Carmel County. That may be why they're not running it. The Jets, the call is holding yet again, and they go from third and ten to third and let's see where they mark it off from. Actually had two holding penalties on that on that play. Can't take them both. So. Yeah, no, you, you definitely can, unfortunately. So they'll mark this off and walk it from the, looks like marked off from the, no, they marked that off from the 11. So it goes to the 21. So third and 10 turns into third and 20. They had they had one at the 9 and then one at the at the line of scrimmage at the 11. So of course, you do get to choose. We'd like to take, why would you not take it from the 11, obviously? 
So now an obvious an obvious passing down. Where you want them. After you threw on the first two, Wilson backing up just throws a screen to Davis. And can they get him down in time? They can. Chasing it down backside. There's another flag. Led by Gage Hoffman. Is that a flag or a marker? That doesn't look yellow. Looks white. Did he throw his? I thought he threw his marker. Like a fumble? No. I don't know. He dropped. They must have just dropped it. Either way, fourth and 13. As you mentioned, everything from here on out is fourth and have to go for it. Cumberland County's had success on these little short hitch passes and the screen passes. They've they've not hit anything down the field, so this academy needs to watch on these screen passes. Fourth and 13. Wilson takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his right. Good blocking. He throws. There's got a man there and can't come up with it through the hands of Jeffrey Smith. Well defended by Braden Story, but Smith had a chance there. Is that Braden Story or Jake Hughes that deflected that? I believe that's Braden Story. Yeah, Braden Story, the man back there to deflect it. Great great job by the defense. Offense puts them in a bad situation. Offense needs to come out and, and, and make pick up some yards right here. Turn the at least turn the field position the other way. 19-0. The Wildcats lead 48.3 seconds to go in the third quarter. They'll have the ball at their own 15 to begin the drive. Jumbo. Jumbo package, it's your favorite package with Trey Coleman in the backfield alongside uh, Brody Coffey. Coffey will take the snap, hands off to Trey Coleman, and the Jumbo package will pick up two. And they'll have to run at least one more play, more than likely here in the third quarter. See if they stick to the Jumbo package. No subs coming in right now, I believe I... We've run the ball well also. I mean, most of our yards have been from Brody Coffee tonight, but oh, if you don't put Brody behind some of these tight ends and offensive linemen we have in there right now and just let him run a quarterback draw, I believe we do. We'll go to the fourth quarter here. Uh, does look like they'll be able to do so. I thought maybe the uh, clock wasn't going to line up for it, but clock now at five. And three, two, yes, we will go to the fourth quarter. 19-0, Wildcats lead the Jets as the field will flip, and we'll begin quarter number four when we return on WLIV. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. Bernadette He, pulmonologist at the Livingston Clinic. Dr. He brings the latest knowledge on asthma, COPD, lung cancer, and pulmonary hypertension. Call Dr. He and find answers to your questions. Call 823-4016 for an appointment. Part of the Livingston Regional family. Brody Coffey in the gun, jumbo package, takes the snap, fakes the handoff to Coleman, and runs out to the left. He's getting strung along to the sideline, but he catches the corner, and we've got a flag on the backside of the play. We'll have 
by Matthew Slate with another hold, I'm afraid. It is holding, and it is on the Wildcats. So holding on them means we'll have to quit the jumbo package and send several skill guys back out there. Go from second and eight to, let's see where they mark this off. But probably half the distance right here. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because I don't know if you've got the ten yards to spare. So this is going to go from just behind the 20 to the nine-yard line. So it is 10 yards, in fact, so second and 18 for the Wildcat offense, now at their own nine with 11.53 to go in the ballgame. I'd like to see another one of those slants to either Jake or Daniel right here, and, and uh, Brody put one on the money because they don't have any safeties in the middle of the field. I was going to say they don't have Hoffman on the field. I'd like to see that tight end between the hashes as they're just going to hand the ball off, and tripping is Jackson Bowles, or he might have had a chunk yardage there. He'll pick up six instead. Yeah, he had a he had a huge hole on the right side. He just like he tripped either on over a lineman's foot or maybe the twelve uh, yard line. Twelve <laughs> yard line. It's it's a little raised actually. It's a new rule. Only when you're behind, just like the old Buffalo Wild Wings commercials, they push the button, the sprinkler comes up. Got, uh, I think we got getting a little chippy on the field. Referees are talking to a couple of the linemen for. Cumberland County and a couple of linemen from Livingston Academy. The captains, they're talking to the captains. At least on our, at least on the Livingston side, those were the captains. Uh, Brody Coffee, uh, John. It looked like maybe John Hill or Jordan Ficklin there. Uh, so Coffee in the gun, spread wide, two wide receivers to either side. He's got Bowles in the backfield with him. Takes the snap. Fakes the handoff to Bowles. Look to throw into the flat. Now he'll try it again. And that just was not a good play there by Brody Coffey. Thought initially wanted to throw, then tried to run, but then panicked and tried to throw. Two possessions in the second half for Livingston Academy and two ugly possessions in the second half for Livingston Academy. Yeah, something that head coach Matt Hauser has talked about. we got to learn to play four to- four complete quarters. We've had games, uh, DeKalb County, Cumberland County, you Upperman. come out, Upperman, you play a really great first half, uh, can't find it in the second half, and you've had a couple games where you came out uh, and played pretty well in the second half, but you put yourself in a hole. I believe York would be yep. a great example of that. 19 to nothing, and Dylan Watson will stand near his own end zone to punt. Nobody's going to try to get back there to block it, so plenty of time to make this one good, and he does just that. Bounces at the 40, past the 45, gets to the 49. And Cumberland County will take over right around midfield, trailing 19-0 with 11 minutes to go in the ballgame. And the nice thing for this defense is uh, time and score dictates that Cumberland County can run the football, no doubt, but they do have to try to get chunk plays. Yeah, 11 minutes to go in the game. It's Cumberland County down three scores. Going to have to going to have to put the ball in the air. The rest of this game. First and ten. A lot of screens. They they do a yeah, lot. They, of yeah, yeah. Maybe extensions of the run game through the pass game, but either way, the ball will have to find the air. Hands off to Davis, and Davis may not need the air. Takes off 45-40 inside the 30 and. Well, just after we say that, he picks up about 25. Yeah. Say so you've got a pass. They've got to throw it. First play up the middle for 25 yards. Darrell Davis 
a great job there to rattle off a 25-yarder as the hole opened up and you could have drove a semi-truck through it. Now the thing about that is the clock does roll, 10.30 to go, 10.35 to go, as they'll do it again, a handoff Davis. This time Davis is bottled up quickly after a gain of about six. They're not worried about the clock. They're just, I mean, why would you right now? You're no, if you're picking up that right kind of yardage. 10-15 to go in the fourth quarter. It's second and four from the L.A. 27. And the Jets, back-to-back good runs here by Daryl Davis. Wilson in the gun with Davis in the backfield. Two wide receivers to the right. This time, Wilson's going to keep it himself. First contact made by Jordan Geist, and then a gang of Wildcats joined by uh, Adam Richards to make the tackle. Geist got in the backfield and just grabbed hold of the jersey and just wouldn't let go. There was a hole there for Cumberland for the quarterback to run through. Geist just held on to his jersey until the teammates come and clean up the tackle. Third and one from the L.A. 20-yard line with nine and a half to go in the ball game. Trailing 19-0 are the Jets. And so they're going to have to find points sooner rather than later. Wilson in the gun, takes it, hands off Davis. Davis will pick up the first down and more inside the 15 to the to the 11, it looks like. And it's another Jets first down. Well, they're just not one. We, we called it, you know, got to throw the football, and not one pass so far this drive, just running it. But this is the spot of the field, though, where Lucas County's defense has stepped up all night long. Clock is working. It's against them. 9-10 to go in the game. First and 10 from the L.A. 12. Wilson in the gun. Takes it. Hands off Davis. Davis through the hole into the end zone. Huge hole for Davis to run through right there. Untouched into the end zone is Daryl Davis. And now all of a sudden, with 9-0-1 to go, in the ball game, it starts to look a little iffy. 19-6, to pending an extra point here from the Jets. I don't know why I don't know why they're not going for two. I believe I'd go for two in this situation. That puts you, you get to score another touchdown, get another two-point conversion. Then you got in a field, field goal, goal situation. You know, they're going for the extra point. Here's Perez lined up for the PAT. He puts it in the air, and it is a strong line drive right between the uprights, and Cumberland County will cut into the Wildcat lead. 9-0-1 to go in the game. It's 19-7. The Jets trailing the Wildcats here at Cumberland County. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Livingston Academy Football. Presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. From Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Livingston. So the Wildcats will be set to receive the kickoff here from uh, Perez. That's Jamie Perez. And as you pointed out. Up there. Yeah, as, as you pointed out, nine up nine. Uh, about nine-ish, eight, nine guys up there on that front line as 
You anticipate another onside kick, and it will be. And this time Jackson Bowles, the hands team, is there to receive it at the 50. Yeah, good job. Livingston Kevin knew what was coming. He knew the onside kick was coming and had nine guys at the 50 wait to catch that. Now you got to go out there and assert your will as the Cumberland County defense probably feeling themselves a little bit, right? Offense puts a score on the board, 19-7. They've had a couple really good drives stopping to a halt this Livingston Academy offense. For as, for as well as the offense played in the first half, the second half they laid an egg, I guess you could say. So they need to, need to chunk some yards up right here, get, some, uh, get the clock running. Brody Coffee in the gun. Takes the shotgun snap, hands off Mason Anderson. No, he's going to keep it himself, and he is going to be tackled forward for about three yards. So I'm not going to give him too much credit for that. But. I, was, I was watching Mason. Mason, as soon as he faked the handoff, I was watching Mason, and then Mason had a huge hole there, and I believe he'd have picked up the first down if he'd have handed it off. Brody, it's kind of a zone read thing. Brody saw something and just and just kept it. Yeah, Brody Coffee, the read there with two wide receivers now to either side. First and or second and seven, excuse me, for the Wildcat offense. Bring Jake Hughes in motion right to left, and they'll hand it off to Hughes. Hughes trying to bounce outside, and the man comes off the block. Bilberry couldn't uh, couldn't keep him contained. Nolan Carter. Comes off his block and tackles Jake Hughes for a loss of about four. That's another one of those where you, know, you don't question anybody, but you know that Cumberland County's defended that well all night, and I kind of like that jumbo package. We've said it all year. I like the jumbo package running right down their throat, especially this seven and a half minutes to go in a game. You want the clock to be churning. Challenge your offensive line. Challenge your running backs. we got to just pick up first downs, first downs, first downs. Seven and a half minutes to go. It's third and 11 now for the Wildcat offense. They'll have Will Brown and Jake Hughes out to the right. Mason Anderson, the freshman in the backfield with Brody Coffee. Coffee in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's got Anderson in the flat, and he'll hit him. Anderson drops it. Incomplete. The freshman, Mason Anderson, drops the pass in the flat. And the Wildcats will have to send the punt team out there with 7.20 to go in the ball game. And the defense going to have to try to step up. Jets trailing 19-7, to but time now on their side maybe. Well, they run the ball down the field for, well, they had it at the 49, 50 yards in less than three minutes last possession. So, you know, this academy defense going to have to come up with another stop. The snap back to Watson. Nobody's going to try to block it, so a booming punt from him drops in at the 20 to the 15 to the 10. Is it going to get inside the 5? It's going to be, I believe, Gage Hoffman who fields it right at the 5. No, Carson Parrott. Want to make sure he gets the credit. Carson Parrott will down it at the 5-yard line. And if nothing else, 7-12 to go in the game. Cumberland County will have to drive 95 yards to try to come up with a uh, score that would put us in a one-score game. Yeah, great punt, 44-yard punt there by Dylan Watson. Great punt to, to pin Cumberland County deep. And you know, seven minutes to go. You, you would think you would they're going to have to throw the football at some point to go 95 yards. Surely they're going to have to do something. 
We've got an update for you on Cookville and Green Hill here in a moment. A pass into the flat and tripping over himself is Devin Gilstrap. He will fall over for a gain of about three. Meanwhile, over at Cookville High School, Green Hill now leads 20-14 to 14 in the third quarter. So a very good game happening over at Eddie Watson. Yeah, Eddie Watson Field. I had to rethink that for a second. Wilson in the gun. He's got Davis with him in the backfield, and a timeout is going to be called by Livingston Academy. I think we had 12 men on the field. We've got a DeKalb County and Sparta update, a White County update, as it is going to be 21-20. to DeKalb County now leading in the third quarter. Shout-out to one Ms. Ledbetter helping us out a little bit with some scores. Got to love it. Timeout taken. We'll take one, too. 6.39 to go. 19-7. to The Wildcats trail the Jets. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 19-7, the Wildcats lead the Cumberland County Jets. I have been uh, jumped all over by several people around us. It is 19-7, the lead for the Wildcats as Wilson will take the snap and is almost immediately contacted by Gage Hoffman and a host of others. Drew Goolsby looked Carson, to be in on the tackle. Uh, Carson Parrott come up and made the initial contact. Good job of him getting around his block to come up and make a tackle. So third and five for the Cumberland County offense. 6.15 to go in the game. And again, they trail 19-7. to And they have not yet abandoned the run game. If it works, it works, I suppose. Two wide receivers out to the right. The tight end will come in motion over to the left. Wilson will take the snap and hand off to Davis. Davis is bottled up yet again. Gain of a maybe about three. But a good job there by the defensive line led by Adam Richards. Yeah, Adam Richards shed his block and hit him right at the line of scrimmage. He did fall four for one, but it's a huge fourth down here for Lucas Caddy's defense. Fourth and two, the official call with five and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So it's not all over but the shouting, but this fourth down would be a critical backbreaker for Cumberland County in in an attempt to come back here at home. Wilson in the gun, a wide receiver to either side. Takes the snap. He's going to try to quarterback draw, and what a job by the defensive line, this time led by John Geist who made the initial contact. Says Smith in there also. Went through his blocker who gets up slowly. Went through the quarterback, Wilson, who gets up slowly. And that'll turn the ball over to the Wildcats in very positive territory. 19-7, to the lead for Livingston Academy. But their offense, with 5-10 to go in the fourth, takes over at the Cumberland County 15. Defense has come up with a play all night long. Defense has come up with a play all season. Yeah, that's true. Very true. 
Livingston needs to punch one in right yeah, got to reward you got to reward yourselves right here jumbo the jumbo package it's jackson bowles and brody coffee in the backfield coffee the gun takes the snap he's rolling out to his right he's going to be behind bowles cuts up field avoids a couple would-be tacklers avoids another one at the 10 and then all 11 jets will take him down at the 10 yard line got a man down for cumberland county looks like We'll see if anybody gets up. Is everybody getting up? Still several guys rolling around. And now, and I believe everybody is up and at them. Good run by Brody. Could have kept going out, or cut it back to stay inbounds, keep the clock running. Good job. Good smart. That's a senior, senior football player. Under four and a half to go, second and six. And that's exactly what he did. It was I could have gotten another three, four yards, but I go out of bounds. Jumbo package as Coffee and Bowles stand in the backfield in a shotgun eye formation. Will he gesture Bowles? Yes, motions him to the left hip. Coffee, the clap and the gun snap. Hands off Bowles. Bowles behind all those big old hog mollies, and he'll gain about one. Nine. Doing, what, doing exactly what you want right here. Run the clock, run the football. They're bringing their skills in right here. We might see, might see them spread them out and try to hit. We spread them out earlier in the game and hit uh, Brody uh, Trey Coleman or Trey Coleman, Trey Coleman on a draw on a little draw. Uh, see if we spread them out and try to get them on a little draw right here. Three and a half minutes to go. Clock now ticks under that. Third and five for the Wildcat offense. Here in the fourth quarter, they lead 19-7. to And the spread is going to look like this. Bilbrey and Parrott out to the left. Hughes and Brown out to the right. Brody Coffee in the gun with Trey Coleman in the backfield. He's going to drop back and pass. Looking, looking. Now is he just going to take off and run? No, still looking. Throws nearly. In- no, is intercepted. Intercepted. As he tried to fit that in a hole, and Aiden Clanton was right there to catch it. A tough break. He had throws out a little quicker. It might be a touchdown, but he also had maybe could have run for it. But he seen him seen what looked like Will Brown. Was that Will? Or I believe was that, it was Will Brown or Jake Hughes. Kind of broke open there at the last second, and, and Brody tried to fit that in there. Great, great play by the defensive back. Tipped it, kind of tipped it to himself. So Jets will take over at their own 20-yard line as it was intercepted, and he goes down in the end zone. 2.59 to go. A little surprising to see Livingston throwing there, but I respect the attempt. Here's Wilson in the gun. He's got two wide receivers to his right, or left, excuse me, and he has to throw now. Looking deep, throws. Couple men there. Catch made. Dropped. Through the hands of Caden Matthews. Caden Matthews drops the football. So close. So close to making that catch. Bouncer over here is all excited. He even 10 seconds after the play, he thought he still had the catch. It's a it'd been a great catch if he'd have come up with it, kind of over the shoulder. 2.52 and the clock stops. Still a 19-7 lead for the Wildcats in the fourth quarter. And Cumberland County 
that is what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to start taking shots down two scores. Quarterback, he puts a lot of air under get Daniel Bilbrey or Will Brown chance to close on it, maybe pick one off. Here's Wilson in the gun again. Two wide receivers to his left. High snap. He's just going to throw a slant nearly intercepted as it was tipped by Drew Goolsby. And Braden Story was just short of coming up with that one. Good job by Goolsby reading that slant. The uh, receiver actually had a step. He just run a, about a six, seven-yard slant. Uh, Braden Story is playing probably 12 yards off the ball. Don't want any, at this point, you don't want anybody behind you. Uh, good job by Goolsby knocking that down. 2.48 to go in the fourth quarter. Third and ten now for the Jets' offense, trailing by two scores. Wilson in the gun, rolling out to his right, avoids pressure, throws, and hits his man right at the first down marker, Jeffrey Smith, call it about with three the yards catch. Short. And he did go out of bounds, and the catch is about two to three yards short. So fourth and three for the Cumberland County offense. Second, or excuse me, 2.42 to go in the ball game. It's fourth and three. Ladies Academy needs to take advantage. <clears throat> Two offensive linemen have come out for Cumberland County on this fourth down play. Both of them are about 300 pounds, and they put a guy in, two guys in that are not 300 pounds combined. Maybe Livingston can take advantage of that. Wilson in the gun. Looks like Livingston wants to send pressure, throwing out to the flat, overthrowing his intended target is the quarterback, Wilson. And now looks like Livingston's going to send the jumbo package out there with 2.39 to go in the ball game for first and 10 at the Cumberland County 26. Another good stop by the defense. The offense tonight, a great first half, leading to a stalled out near nothing of a second half. Has had a couple opportunities, and certainly right here, don't want to put the ball in harm's way, but maybe trying something because you've got four wide receivers on the field. The jumbo package rescinded. As they bring a man in motion, that's Weitzel, and I believe Livingston Academy jumped. I believe that's 72, Dawson Ledbetter, just trying to get a little bit of a head start. Just barely ahead of the defensive line, and the snap is Dawson Ledbetter. And so the ball will be backed up five. It's first and 15 for the Wildcats offense, 19-7. to Livingston Academy still leading. They have the ball. So once again, four wide receivers. Will they bring Weitzel in motion again? They'll gesture Coleman to Coffey's right hip, and Weitzel comes in motion left to right. Triple option, the handoff to Coleman as they fake it to Weitzel, and Coleman dives forward for a gain, for a gain of three. Excuse me. I don't know how many timeouts. Does this say Cumberland County has two timeouts left? Clock ticking down to 220. Uh, if they don't take a timeout, Livingston Academy take this all the way down to under a minute uh, before they have to either decide to go for it on fourth down or uh, I'd say at this point you just go for it on fourth down. So a three wide receiver set now out to the uh, near side here to the right of the quarterback, Coffee, moving left to right on your radio dial. Coffee with the shotgun snap, the handoff to Trey Coleman, who cuts this back, put a foot in the ground, but somebody got a hold of that ankle, and he'll only gain about three. Short game, 
A nice job there. Had he been able to break the ankle grab there, might have picked up seven, eight, ten yards. Yeah, there's a there's a hole on the side. Linebacker made a good play to just to kind of wrap him up, hold on until somebody else could come come make the tackle. The Trey could have got out of that ankle tackle. He had had some yards to gain. Minute and a half now under that to go here in the game. Third and 11 for the Wildcat offense. And you wonder after they threw an interception in the end zone on the last drive in a situation not unlike this, do they go to the air again? It's minute 10. I believe you just run it right here, get it to fourth down. Three wide receivers set now again here to the near side, right side of the quarterback. Coffee, shotgun snap. Fakes the handoff to Coleman, does look for the air, now takes off running, and just slides down at the 25. Another one of those plays by a senior quarterback where you could have you could have kept running, picked up three or four more yards. You've still been short of the first down, but you would have definitely been out of bounds. So he took a just laid down there to keep the clock running. So it goes from third and 11 to fourth and nine for the Wildcats offense, but the clock also will tick under 30 seconds to go in the ball game. I think they will have to run one play. The Wildcats are going to leave here with a 19-7 win, uh, but certainly uh, not not one that you would consider their best performance, at least not in the second half. First half may have been the best performance performance we've seen in the year. Coffee in the gun, and now... We're going to get the delay of game or the timeout called. Delay of game, no surprise there. Livingston letting it run all the way down to 7.1 seconds. Takes the delay of game. And now it'll be fourth and 13 or so, but just have to kind of take it and run around. I think this may be one where you just snap it to Brody, let him drop back and just say throw it through the goalpost. Yeah, just chuck it once once we've gotten down to about three seconds, just throw. They'll break the huddle. 7.1 seconds. Wildcats are going to move to 3-6 and six on the year. Jets are going to fall to 2-7. and seven. A beautiful job here tonight in the first half as all four wide receivers are to the near side. Coffee will take it. He's just going to roll out, and he's just going to run around, run, 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 run. He's got that ball tucked, so he's just going to go down, and the clock had run out. So that is it. The Wildcats, winners tonight as they take home this victory to move to 3-6 and six on the year. 19-7, the Wildcats defeat the Jets at Cumberland County High School. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. By Premier Wireless. Your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International, not just tractors, not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes orthopedic surgeon Dr. Craig Saunders, ready to see you at the surgical clinic. Whether you've got a sore shoulder or a knee that's giving you trouble, Dr. Saunders at the Livingston Regional team are ready to help. Call Dr. Saunders today and schedule an appointment, 823-2663. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Now at Mountain Farm International. For a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. Become part of the R&M family. R&M Family Pharmacy. You're part of the family at R&M. That's why it's time to get your flu shot. Just start in the store. Bradford Hicks Drive. Roll up your sleeve and protect yourself from the flu. You could reduce your chances of getting sick by up to 60%. And with most insurances, flu shots are free. So keep your family healthy. Get your flu shot today. Just another service you'll find at R&M Family Pharmacy. 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. R&M. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacist, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Livingston Wildcats stand at 3-6 and six as the score is Livingston Academy 19, Cumberland County 7. Recapping tonight's game, it was all Livingston in the first half as they would put 19 points, all 19 of their points, up on the board in that first half. It was a 68-yard bomb to Daniel Bilberry as he found the first touchdown on the day for the Wildcats. That was followed up by a couple rushing touchdowns. The first, a 17-yard scamper by Trey Coleman. The second, a 30-yard run into the end zone by Brody Coffey. The offense would not have as much success in the second half. In fact, would have less than zero success nearly in the second half, would have one scoring drive for Cumberland County, who would put together a big one. It was all Daryl Davis as he bolted for 25, then another 10, then another 7, and then into the end zone, he would burst for a 12-yard touchdown to make it that 19-7 final. Again, tonight, Livingston Academy 19-7, defeat Cumberland County here at the home of the Jets. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy post-game report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. 
Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robelizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Our postgame coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, this game was decided by an outstanding performance for Livingston Academy by the defense. It was the defense stepping up for Livingston Academy tonight. Let's look at the totals for the Cumberland County Jets. Now, I'm going to say 173 total yards rushing, and you're going to go, how is that great defensively? Well, it was because of a bend-don't-break mentality, right? Only giving up the one touchdown on that drive. It was uh, nearly all Daryl Davis, and he came up. He had a 20-yard run, a 6-yard run, an 8-yard run, and then a 12-yard run. So you do the math quick, 20 and 20 is 40. He had 46 yards just on that drive, taking away or taking home a touchdown. It was 7 of 17 ultimately through the air for just 85 yards for the quarterback, uh, Wilson, who in the second half went 3 for 8 so, again, a great job by the defense, just 85 yards, of course, as well, receiving. Uh, they did have a couple turnovers and five penalties for 50 yards did Cumberland County, and a lot of that forced by the Livingston Academy defense. On the other side, it's a tale of two halves. In the first half, 128 yards on the ground, 122 yards through the air. 91 of those rushing yards in the first half were by Brody Coffee. Of course, all 122 through the air were by Brody, 9 of 12 uh, in the first half, and he had probably his best first half, and the team as a whole had their best half, their best performance all year in the first half. Now, you turn the page, 128 yards rushing in the first half, 146 total, had just 18 in the second half. Again, 
122 through the air in the first half, 139 total, just 17 in the second half through the air. Two turnovers, both interceptions by Brody Coffey. Uh, did have w- just one penalty in the first half, had one, two, three, four, five, had five in the second half for 35 yards. So Livingston Academy kind of uh, came in here and punched Cumberland County in the mouth, went up 19 to nothing at the half, and then limped their way to the finish line. That's a final look at the stats from One Bank. That's a look at the numbers again presented by One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans. WLIV's exclusive game day coverage continues. Wildcats post game presented by R&M Family Pharmacy. Saving you money. R&M. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. And our team is growing, serving you with new members of the family. Livingston Regional Hospital welcomes Dr. John Humphrey to the team. He's been busy serving the sports medicine needs of local residents and our athletes through his work at Oasis Family Wellness. Schedule an appointment now, 823-5603. Part of the Livingston Regional Family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. Putting the family and family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare, a family of caring professionals caring for your family. People who understand your child's fever or your nagging cough or your daughter's ankle sprain all need the care of family. At Livingston Family Healthcare, they offer primary health care to people of all ages. There really is a difference. Livingston Family Healthcare, call today for an appointment. Putting the family in family physician, Livingston Family Healthcare. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Livingston Academy stands three and six with a 19 to seven win here at Cumberland County. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, a final as York defeats Warburg 40 to seven. Also a final, Monterey 49 to nothing over Jackson County. In the third quarter, it was DeKalb 21, White County 20. Uh, no update from there. In the fourth quarter, Green Hill, a 28 to 20 leader over Cookville. And in the third quarter as well, Wilson Central, a 20 to 12 leader over Warren County. Upperman, of course, at the half, it was 41 to nothing. And so it doesn't much matter what happened in the second half. A running clock 
For all we know, it probably ended at around 41 to nothing, though. Stone and Coach Derek Samber, I'm sure, have no quit in them. In fact, I know that they have no quit in them. Stop by Frontier Chevy Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. A full recap, by the way, of all the action and interviews with coaches tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. It's the high school playbook. Tune in on Rock 93.7. Breaking down tonight's action. The RM Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Your family's health is their top concern. RM, Bradford Hicks Drive. Now at Mountain Farm International, for a limited time, take advantage of savings on new Case IH specialty, utility, and all-purpose tractors. 2.5% for 84 months financing or up to $9,000 cash off. With easy operation, Case IH tractors deliver the flexibility and durability your operation demands. Hurry to Mountain Farm International just off I-40 in Crossville this week. Get a great deal on a Case IH tractor that works as hard as you do. Mountain Farm International. Every team loves to win and the new management team at frontier chevrolet is ready to help your home team score whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase find the best deal on your next vehicle and on the spot financing with the frontier chevrolet team from financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle all the bases are covered with frontier tahoe silverado or equinox the fleet is waiting at frontier chevrolet just off highway 111 near livingston frontier chevrolet your hometown team i'm peyton garrett physical therapist at the physical medicine center our goal is to get you back to work back to play and back to life and i'm jay Kewitt, physical therapist and i know therapy can be tough and the process can truly be hard at times but we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met want to get back to playing the sport you love or just doing your everyday home activities we can help the physical medicine center of the cumberlands located on the bypass in livingston what matters is you and you living your best life What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Livingston Academy Wildcat football, a 19-7 winner over Cumberland County here at Cumberland County. And before we move to the Wildcats this week, want to give everyone a quick score update. I'm not sure if it was a typo uh, or what, but I reported moments ago that Green Hill was leading Cookville 28-20 in the fourth quarter. That was a mix-up. Apparently, according to our own Amos Rogan, who's, of course, there with Pat Frank, calling that ball game on News Talk 94.1. Late in the fourth quarter, it is Cookville 29, Green Hill 20. Again, this according to our own Amos Rogan. So, uh, Cookville pulling off a possible upset there at home. Meanwhile, Wildcats this week, it was a tough one. The girls' soccer team had an unexpected end to their season on Tuesday as they fall in a region semifinal 2-0 to Tullahoma. That brings an end, really, to fall sports across the board for the Wildcats outside of football. Of course, volleyball falling in uh, the district to uh, Upperman and, of course, the 
uh, soccer teams, I just said, falling in a region semifinal cross-country has also seen their season come to an end. So now we begin to look forward to winter sports. Of course, basketball around the corner, but wrestling as well coming upon us quickly. Excited to talk to you guys and report on all the happenings inside the Wildcat Den at Livingston Academy as uh, they get geared up for those seasons. Also want to shout out the Spirit of the Wildcats band. Tomorrow, the Northern Plateau Marching Band Competition will be hosted at Livingston Academy. If you've got nothing else to do, if you'd like to watch some college football while getting to watch some uh, marching band competition, head on over to Livingston Academy there in Overton County and watch a lot of great bands compete for great prizes. Once more, I want to give everyone a score update as we've got one coming in from West Shanks, our own West Shanks, of course, Upperman baseball coach, but color commentator on our game of the week this season. Wants to let everyone know 2.40 to go in the fourth quarter. DeKalb has begun to pull away from White County, a 35-20 to 20, uh, lead there for the Tigers over the Warriors, who, of course, led early in that one. Uh, but DeKalb again has responded in the second half and begun to pull away. The Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week here on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough, production assistant Jake Wallman. Next week we'll be back in Livingston as L.A. will host the aforementioned White County Warriors. Our countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15. For David Ledbetter and our team, I'm Colin Castleberry again tonight. Tonight's final score, Livingston Academy 19, Cumberland County 7.